0: block Talk Radio. Uh, yeah. Another one of those. This is for
1: my Q down to earth. Rest in peace, baby. You know how we roll. There's so many that don't know. This is not the one crew. Rest in peace, baby. no. Control! Gave him the slugs, the one that put him in me. It takes the the grass, too long to see. The lawnmower dead, right next to the tree.
2: Family. I want to welcome everyone to another episode of Blog Talk Radio. This is the show, the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. Again, you're listening to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. I'm Seth, and I uh, just want to thank everybody for being early. Those of you that are already in the house, I see you already we have area codes uh, several. I'm not going to call these area codes out, but I see you, 817 816 805 and six eight two, so just wanna thank those of you that are already in the house. It really means a lot in doing these shows to have family and friends to come early. You say a lot, you're saying that this show has priority to you number one, and then you say that this show is um is uh is important enough to put it first in your life, so I just wanna thank everyone again for uh stopping by. I want to go ahead and go straight to the phone lines and open up the phone lines and bring on my permanent co-host, and that is Miss Darlene Douglas. Darlene, are you there? You got this I'm new here. phone number. Okay, so you got this new phone number, but I hope that don't throw me out, but I, I see you, area code 373300. I've got to remember that. How are you doing, Darlene?
3: I'm doing well. doing well. like to say well, hello you to do- all the Family that's listening.
2: Yes, yes, yes. And and, uh, just uh, the family's been through a lot, and so tonight we're going to do another show where uh, we hope that the uh, level of energy and the information that we put out tonight will be inspiring, uplifting, and encouraging to a family that are grieving and uh, that are going through right about now. So, again, uh, I think uh, we're looking for our other co-hosts which is uh Miss uh we called her Edna Louise but I found out everybody call her Louise so we're gonna call her Louise like everybody else do. So Louise if you are in the house on the Kennedy side please press one on your phone line. Okay. And I wanted to also uh make a slight change. Uh folks you have to forgive me. i um is gonna be joining us. I know I didn't include her on the uh on the show but I'm gonna go ahead and bring her on as well. Um Caress, uh, I think this is you. Erico six eight two five six oh caress, is that you? That is me. Say hello to the family, Miss Caress.
3: Yeah, hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, How's it going? It's going pretty good. Yeah. Well point.
2: And just so everybody knows, because we didn't do the formal introduction, I'm from the uh, stock of Azalee. Uh, Ed and Isabel had a daughter. I I, I said it last week like this. Uh, Ed and Isabel begat Azalee. Azalee begat Irene, and Irene begat Seth. And uh, that's who you're talking to. And also, Caress, it'll go like this. Ed and Isabel begat Azalee. As beget Irene, Irene beget Tanya, and Tanya beget Caress. And with Miss Darlene Douglas, it's even more simpler. Ed and Isabel beget Innes Buddy in buddy beget Alice and Ellis beget Darlene. Did I get it right, Darlene?
1: <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Miss Louise Kennedy, if you're in the house, go ahead and press one. I'm looking at the phone lines. I don't see your hand up yet, so I guess she may be running a little bit late. But uh, so, um, uh, how do y'all? How did y'all? What did y'all think of those first two songs? Let me just say it because I, I uh, know it's a little different playing Dmx on this on his family show, but I don't think any curse words got through. Uh, the main thing he was saying that I felt was relevant. They don't know who we be for real. We don't even know who we be, but tonight with Black History Month, uh, uh, we're going to try best to answer that question, who we be, who are we as a people. So later on tonight, we're going to be talking about black history, and uh, uh, every co-host is going to be contributing, letting us know about three things about black history. You can talk about current events, you can talk about what happened since the slave ships, or you can even go before the slave ships, which is where I like to hang out. So, tonight you're going to be hearing a lot of black history. And, Caress, again, I want to welcome you on. I know that we didn't put it out there on the promo, and I apologize for that. I didn't think Caress would be able to make it, but she made it, so we're going to have her on because I really did enjoy Caress last time she was on the show. So, Caress, just make yourself at home, and we're just going to go ahead and just do this on the fly, okay? Again, Louise or Don. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Don, if you're in the house, also Donald Jr. Uh, uh, of the Sock of Azalee. Um, you know, one while we didn't hear nothing from Azalee, and I told you a why I was just reluctant. But now I think they've been in the back long enough, and I figured it's time to kind of bring out some personalities. so y'all can see another side of the family. And that's also going to be coming true for the Sunny Boy side of the family. We're still not giving up on the one and only Elbert. Uh, Sunny Boy Douglas. We are going to continue to to, to say that name, as well as uh, y'all hadn't heard from a side of the family in a while. But I know that they're listening in the archives. I just believe that. And uh, if, if y'all can go ahead, uh, 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 darling, Don is calling me, and I don't know why. So can you y'all go ahead and just talk there, and I'll be right back. Okay? Okay. All right.
3: Okay, family, I am going to tell you all about a play that's playing in Fort work. The play is called, the play is at the Jubilee Theater, and it's called Seven Guitars. And if you get a chance to go see it, I suggest you go see that play, because it was really, really good. It's playing until the 28th of February. And I believe they they're gonna have matinees on Saturdays and Sundays starting at three p m but the play is probably gonna run Friday, Saturday, and Sunday also at eight p m and the tickets are like eighteen eighteen dollars up to thirty six dollars and Just to give you a little bit about the play, the play is the setting is in the settings of 1948 and is built around um, livelihood of 1945, the singing, the dancing, uh, the chicken crowing in the backyard, the the whole thing. And the, the writer is August Wilson, if anyone wanted to look it up. And I had the opportunity to meet one of Uncle Sonny Boy's granddaughter. I drove up to to see the play because the director of the play is a cousin of mine. Um, and as I walked in, I recognized her, and it was just good to see my family there. Okay. Okay, well, um, I' come
2: back. Okay. Go ahead, darling. I am back, but go ahead.
3: I just told everybody about the play, and it's located at uh, 506 Main Street, in F- Main Street in Fort Worth.
2: Yes, yes, I plan on seeing that myself. Correct, had you heard about that play?
4: No, I hadn't. I hadn't heard about it. It seems pretty good. But yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it, especially for it to especially for it to be so close. You would think. You know, get a little buzz or publicity, but I have not. This is the first. I'm about to check it out.
2: All right, folks. Well, let me just do this real quick. Uh, 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 just, in, just give me a second. Uh, uh, a co-host. I want to bring on Don. I was able to uh, get some. Um, um, we had a little connection issue, so he's on the uh, the line here. Let's see here. Eric called eight one seven six two five. Don Junior, you there?
5: Yes, I'm here. Good evening, family. How's everybody? Good evening.
2: Everybody's doing great here, Don. And um, uh, thank you for coming on, as usual. Appreciate it. I don't take these co-hosts coming on lightly. I know they have busy schedules, uh, especially Don. He might have just gotten off work. So thank you for joining us tonight. And, folks, again, tonight is going to be Black History Night. But also, in a short period here, we're going to bring on... uh, the one and only Miss Rosetta Spann. I don't want to uh, want y'all to really uh, brace yourself and get ready to hear a, a very important message from her. Uh, this is a time to uh, maybe take out a pencil and paper because she's going to be giving, especially ladies, a lot of information with regards to uh, breast cancer. And I'm going to let her go into that. I'm not going to even touch that topic until she's on the line. But Rosetta Spann, the, doc- the wife of. Uh, the wife of Calvin Stan, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia, is going to be joining us. And, and don't forget, Calvin and Rosetta is on the Addie side of the family. So we have already represented Ennis, Buddy Douglas, as well as Azalee, as well as uh, Addie's side of the family. And so hopefully we get some phone calls from the Dubin side and uh, perhaps Sonny Boy's side. And uh, I'm going to keep saying that because one day it will happen as well as – the Dosha side of the family So uh, darling, were you done With your announcement because I know you had a lot Going on with the cruise uh, you want to talk About the cruise a little bit and um, uh, We'll just uh, Get updated on that anything about the Cruise or um, the, the the New Orleans I would love to know what's going on with that as well And I'm going to start Okay star with the music cruise in family. is
3: still set up For October the 15th through the 22nd Two thousand and sixteen um I have not spoke to the travel agent, so I'm not quite sure how many people have signed up, but it's getting kinda short, meaning that by the f- we have until March the fifteenth uh as far as kind of like a little cushion is you know lay it out we have until March fifteen after that, I'm not quite sure how going to go, but you can still make arrangements. Okay. And,
2: okay, is that it?
3: Well, um, I haven't heard, I know the tickets are on sale if you want to go to concerts in New Orleans. That's going to be July. Tickets start um, June 29th to July the 4th there, um, and that could be pretty expensive. But uh, They have the, the lineup out there. I didn't quite get the name of who all is going to be there, but that's if you want to go to the concert. You You can have a good time without going to the concert there.
2: Yes, yes, I agree with that. Well, correct, had you considered, or Don, had you considered, any one of you considered going to either the cruise or New Orleans? I know it's, you know, y'all came in kind of on the last minute, but uh, had y'all thought anything about that? And, and darling, I mean, around. you got a lot of, hold on a second, everybody. Don, you got a lot of noise in your background, but what I'm going to have to do is mute you between conversations, and so if you happen to say something, we won't hear you. So either you have to limit the noise in the background or you can just stay where you're at and I'll just meet you and, uh, and just open up your line whenever we ask you a question. So just know that, okay, because there's a lot of noise okay. in the background there. But I don't know if you can help it because I think you are. But anyway, uh, has any one of y'all thought about going to New Orleans or the cruise? Family, I just want to say this. This is going to be a nice event for the family, okay? Let me tell y'all what's going to happen. Between now and New Orleans and now in the cruise, we're going to get to know each other more and more, better and better. We're going to get closer and closer. And what's going to happen is a lot of family members are going to be saying, oh, man, I should have took them up on that cruise. I should have picked them up on New Orleans because we'll know each other more now. Now, I know right now we're still strangers and y'all still saying, I don't know if I like him. I don't know if it's him yet. I don't know who Caress is. I don't know who Don Jr. is. I don't know. If I want to go on a cruise with Darling, who is she? I mean, I hear him on this this uh, blog, but I don't know if I want to really be with them out on you know a cruise. So I understand that. So what I'm saying to you is, by that time, family, we will know each other a lot better. We will be some of us will gel a lot better than we are jailing now. Uh, some of us will get closer than others, and that cruise is gonna look really good uh by the time this show continues up into that cruise, I'm telling you. So just know that. Let's get serious about this cruise. And darling, uh hopefully probably every show between now and the cruise you'll do an update because uh, we need to know the details on the on the uh the deadlines on the deposits and so forth, okay? Okay. Uh, but anyway, uh, I had asked Caress and Don were they considered considering going. That's the last thing we did, I think.
4: Caress, um, Don, I've don't, heard about don't, it. Don't, don't I'm, compliment... not, I'm not. Uh, I'm, not sure if I'm, gonna, I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm going. I'm not. I'm not sure if I'm going to go. I've heard about it and I'm looking into it. Um, I kind of booked a lot of stuff in advance or this year like tomorrow I'm going to Disney World cuz I turn 30. I know, I know I don't look like it, but I'm turning 30. And um my little sister's graduating oh, wow. in May. So we're going to Corpus um oh, okay. for for a few and yeah, we planned a lot in advance. So I'm not sure. I I might go, but I cannot give a definite yes.
2: Okay, well, I understand. No big deal. And a lot of a lot of families won't be able to go. We understand that. Don't feel pressured family but just know that there is a trip coming up, two trips. Uh the family's trying to hook up in New Orleans and in the cruise. I plan on going on both if 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 possible. I'm uh, you know, uh the Lord has the last say, but I do want to go and going to make an effort to go to both events cuz um I just figured uh what better way to do it than with the family. I hadn't Donald they uh, be a little jealous because they just went to police and I turned them down for many reasons And now <laughs> I'm going with the family, so hopefully she understands But uh just want to say, Don, uh, did you get a chance to say hello to the family? I know I brought you on kind of late there Did you get a chance to say hello to the family?
5: I think I did, but if not, I'm going to say it again Good evening, and I hope all the family is doing well
2: Okay Well you're on a good line So keep that up
5: This is me Don
4: Junior I'm going to need you to be Your normal Jovial Upbeat (laughs) 70's Playing self Here now I don't I don't like I don't like this You know This this adult version of you I need you to come home Back down to earth
5: And (laughs) greet folks like I get
4: greeted When I come visit you now
5: Oh well you know I got to be serious (laughs) Sometimes
4: Yeah he can be a character he can
2: be a character. Well listen family, I just wanna say a few things before I get too deep. Um, first of all I wanna just go over a few things about the show, all right. The show's goal because we haven't mentioned this in a while, that's why I'm doing this in to mute your line, I'll bring you on, we ask you a question. But uh the show's goal, folks, is to unite, bring us together, become less strangers. We haven't mentioned this in a while. That's why I'm going over this. That's the goal of us coming together, to to become less strangers. You're now hearing the name Caress. You're now hearing the name Donald Jr. And you you should know by now that uh, Robbie Lowe and Robbie Robbie Slaughter is his mother. Okay, you're hearing the names Darlene Douglas, and you know that her grandfather was uh, the one and only Ennis Buddy. Okay, Every week you're going to hear these names You're going to hear these names The next thing you know, these names will be household names Well, that's one of our goals To become less strangers You're also hearing other names on the Eddie side On the Dugan side One um, while we was just Overwhelmed by Dugan Everywhere, we, we was getting Angie And they're everywhere So we want to just continue to bring on The various sides for the family To become less strangers Okay, that's the first Theme, the first goal. The second goal, family, is now that we're learning each other, is to inspire each other, encourage each other, uplift each other. This is the second goal. The third goal is once we accomplish that, we want to network. We want to network with each other on various levels. Uh, I mean, networking every aspect of life. With some people, it'll be, you know, a prayer partner. With other people, it may be a business partner. It may be business deals with somebody else. It may just be exchanging phone numbers and just uh, just encouraging each other or maybe exchanging wisdom with regards to young people, uh, teenagers, challenges with teenagers, and you might like how a certain person handled their teenager and the, the testimony they gave over this line and so you may want to call them and glean wisdom from them. Just all kind of ways to network, just humans networking in this thing called life. These are the goals of this show, okay? Now, the rules of engagement, we only have two rules, family, and that is to be patient with, the, with what you're hearing with the different callers. Be patient with the callers. Be patient with the co-hosts. Be patient with the hosts. We may get your names wrong. We may get your history wrong. I might not say things always the right way. The more I talk, the more mistakes I make. Sometime tonight, I'm probably going to say something that won't sound right, that won't uh, come out right. We're asking you, family, to have patience with us because we love you. And like I said at the end of the show, I love every single one of you, and I really mean it. There ain't nothing y'all can do about it. Okay, so these are the rules of engagement. I just thought I would remind everybody the purpose of the show and the rules of engagement, okay? I want to talk a little bit before we get into the show to another uh, 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 Talk about something else, and that's our friends. Our friends, folks, we got people listening to this show that is not bloodline related, and we haven't got a phone call yet from friends. I want to encourage friends of the family listening to this blog who is not blood related, you are more than welcome to come on the phone lines and comment and inquire. just like a family would. All we ask of you is when you come on, you let us know who you have befriended in the family. That's all. That's all we require of our friends. This is the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network. So we want, to, we want this network to grow. So family, I'm encouraging every single one of you. If you have some friends in the family, we promise to be good hosts. We promise to put quality programming out there. We won't embarrass the family. So having said that, we're encouraging family to invite friends. We invite friends because I've learned something about our friends in this family. Sometimes they help us get along better. Sometimes we just can't trust each other like we should. And the friends come in like a glue. It's been happening all my life. You know. Uh we've had banquets and stuff on this side of the family and We just like any other family, we have wonderful days and we have challenging days. I'm talking about the Booker uh, Douglas side of the family, and our friends have played a key role in keeping us together, encouraging us, and uh, strengthening us. So I encourage family members and encourage friends to be a part of this network as well. All right, any any, anybody want to contribute to what I just said, Don, Caress, Darlene, any? Thoughts that came when I was sharing Any of that information Talk up talk up Don't y'all all speak at the same time Okay I guess y'all Don't have anything Alright so anyway family I just wanted to share that Because we want this network to grow And we definitely need our friends We definitely need our friends Okay so tonight tonight what's coming at you again very shortly we're going to bring on Rosetta Span and uh after that we're going to talk a lot about black history again we'll be covering all kind of history family you cannot miss this either part of either part Rosetta has a very important message I'll talk with her a little bit Kevin is going to be on the line with us so you get a double treat and they're going to be sharing from their hearts tonight I'm telling y'all do not miss out on what Rosetta and Calvin have to share tonight And then after that we're going to get into black history We're going to talk about some things some of y'all probably never heard And you'll be encouraged, inspired as a so-called black person To hear what your forefathers have done and contributed in this society I want to ask a question, can everybody hear me okay? Yeah. every? Okay, alright Y'all don't be a don't be a, don't be a, a shy y'all gotta speak up, you co hosts that's why I got you on and Don, I have your line muted, but um uh sure. I'm now you're, un- un- you're unmuted Don. Sorry about that. But you had that little noise on back and I had to do something about that. So listen, uh Don, I did have you muted. So did you have anything to say about the comments I mentioned earlier about the friends of the family, uh about the rules of the engagement, uh uh, our goals, uh, wanting to unite, inspire, and network. Any any comments on that?
5: I just think that the friends of the family should feel welcome to come on in and share their sentiments in a very respectful manner, because that's how we learn, that's how we network, that's how we grow. And I think mutual respect should be given, and mutual respect will be received. This is uh, not just for us That's for those that would like to share in And add to the growth and development Of our people in general
6: Yes, yes, going. yes
2: They have always Friends have always Played a major, major part In our family And Like I said earlier We have, uh, like any, every family We've had our challenges And friends have come in And and uh, just kind of mended us together So listen, family Wanna go ahead and uh switch gears here again. Uh just in a matter of minutes, we're gonna be bringing on the one and only Rosetta Span. And Rosetta, if you are in the house, I think you are, I think I see you. Okay, so that means I think her and Kevin are gonna be sharing the same line. So great. Our guest is in the house and we'll be coming to you in a little bit. Um just looking over everything, everything, make sure we got everything covered. Uh Miss Louise, uh, from the Kennedy side of the family If you're on the line, go ahead and press 1 now While I'm looking up and down the phone lines Folks, when we have this many people on the phone lines, I have to stroll So I might not see your hand right away So if you raise your hand, just leave it up. In other words, if you want to comment tonight Just go ahead and press 1 And, uh, and we'll get to you, okay? Um, let's do this here Tell y'all what, let's take a little short break, and we'll be right back. i I got to do some other things here. Let's take a little short break, and we're just going to go ahead, and I'm, I was going to do one more thing. Should we do it, should we not? Well, let me just go ahead and cover something really I want to talk about, and uh, we'll just go and take a little short break and bring on Rosetta. I wanted to uh, uh, mention um, about black history. Uh, earlier I was going to send out some promos, and I was going to use a young lady with a fro. And oftentimes our history, and I don't know why it is, co-hosts and family, but oftentimes our history is looked at as being anti-white. Or, 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 or you know, I was going to send out a promo with with with, with a fam with a couple with pros on it, but these days I've had comments made, mostly by older people, but some younger people felt the same way, that pros are militant. Y'all ever heard that? Talk to me. Anybody ever heard that the Froze were militant?
3: I have heard that, but that was that was way back when, not recently. You know, because Froze are coming back. But but I mean I even now, it, go ahead. I haven't heard it now.
2: No. Yes, I have heard it, and it's like. You know, I don't understand why it's such a big deal To put up somebody if I want to So, well, let me just say this before Correct, a, a, a you heard any, any of that before? That froze, a militant, you know
4: No, I mean The only time that I really heard that was In history, like Pertaining to the Black Panthers But nowadays, no
2: Okay, what about you, Don?
5: No, I've never heard that I think it's that the froze is just simply just a a hairstyle.
2: Okay, well I'm glad I got y'all's opinion. So the three of y'all never heard it, but it's like when you whenever you talk about Black History, I do know this. Oftentimes people get uncomfortable, and I talk about it more than anybody probably on Facebook. I don't I don't celebrate Black History on February. I celebrate Black History 365 days a year, and I have been accused by many people as being racist, anti-white, because I love my people. I love the shade I am. And then I take it a step further, go into history and dig into what this black skin is and start finding out what melanin really is. And I really get comfort- comfortable with it and start really sharing that. And the more I talk about melanin and dark skin, and don't let me go into the Bible with it then people start thinking you're militant. And so I just want to just say this tonight before we get into the black histories portion of the show. Again, I'm going to share this really uh, about another one minute. We'll take a quick little break. We're going to bring on Rosetta. But I just want to say this, family, tonight, tonight, please know that we love all people, okay? If the information we share tonight later on seems militant, then you have to maybe check yourself. You maybe have to check how you're hearing it. Because ain't we're not going to tolerate no hate. We, it's not what this show is about. We're about lifting up our people, loving on our people. Um, for many of you, it will be this whole month. And I just want to just say to the family, we've got we to get this self-hate out of us and not here um, because we love our people so much. We can't be like I guess what I'm trying to say We can't be like a lot of white people That's threatened by black history That's all I'm saying Again, you know how how I feel about a lot of us A lot of us Our mindset is like white people And so tonight we're just going to hit very hard Who we are as a people Accomplished we've made And we mean no disrespect to any other people This song I'm about to play real quick I want y'all to listen to the words of it And uh, very important words for the family I picked this song for a reason And uh, I want y'all to really listen to the words of this song. It's an older song. Y'all know I'm kind of old school. But uh, uh, um, let's see here. I think y'all will be blessed by the message in this song. Okay? So check this out. We'll be right back, family. We're back we want to thank again Everyone for dropping in For the Douglas County Family Friends Network And uh, we're moving right along I want to go ahead And go to um, Atlanta, Georgia And bring on the one and only um, Rosetta Stan As well as Calvin Area code 678
7: 814
2: Rosetta and Calvin Are you there?
7: Yes, we're here
2: Well, how are you doing tonight? Young couple
7: Pretty good tonight
6: Hey family
2: Well Hey Y'all say hello to Kevin
5: Rosetta Hello Kevin.
6: Mm-hmm.
3: Hello Rosa.
6: Hey how's
2: everybody Yes how is everybody Everybody's doing
6: good Don I'm sorry Don, Don go ahead well. and
2: say hello I, I had Don muted Don go ahead and say hello to everybody please Hey hey
5: Hi, how is everybody?
2: Good to hear good, you. Good, good. Well, anyway, folks, like we said, Rosetta's going to have a special message for the family. and I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm going to let her go ahead and just share uh, what's on her little heart. And uh, I can tell you right now, it's a very important message. And it's for the men as well as the women. So, Rosetta, go ahead and give us a short bio of who you are. I know you're uh, Calvin's wife, and everybody on the side of my voice should know who Calvin Spann is. He's been on the show several times. But uh, we haven't heard from you, Rosetta, so give us a quick little bio, and then just whatever uh, the father's laid on your heart.
7: Hello, family. Um, I'm Rosetta Spann, the wife of Calvin Spann, who's the great-grandson of, Ed and Isabel Douglas and the grandson of Addie Douglas Booker. Um what I'm going to talk about tonight is my cancer experience. I was diagnosed with cancer um December the 8th. But I wanted to kind of share um how i found out about uh having cancer it was you know definitely a surprise uh i went for a biopsy in june which i didn't get a response back from june 2015 didn't get a response back from the clinic until close to september to come back for a 3d mammogram Uh, Once I went for that mammogram, in the meantime, from June until September, I started having uh, pain in the right breast, just in the nipple area. It was a small lump. You could feel it, uh, like if you rub your finger against the lump. Um, And that was very rare from my understanding, because usually uh, cancer isn't predicted if you uh, have pain. But the pain was continuous daily. So when I went for the mammogram for um in September for the three D, they called me back because they noticed that I had um calcification deposit that was in the breast that looked abnormal in the duct area of the breast. So uh I explained to them that I was having this pain and they Uh, Really ignored it And I wanted to kind of put this out there Uh, Whenever you have a pain It was pretty much up to me To be persistent Regarding that pain in the breast Uh, The mammogram Technician Expressed to me that The pain is nothing uh, Mm -hmm. And that You don't have cancer And I explained to her um, I didn't say I had cancer This was based on the pain that I'm having because when you get a mammogram, it's most women knows that it's uh, a lot of pressure onto the breast and it's very painful. So, right. um, at that time, I kept asking them. On the prescription, I was also ordered to have an ultrasound, which would show with the you know what's going on with the lump. So, they refused to do the ultrasound. Um, ignored the fact that it could be something going on with this lump and I explained to them that I didn't say I had cancer, I just I'm very concerned about this lump. And once the radiologist did the mammogram, she wanted to speak to me and she was telling me that she seen some abnormal findings, you know, in the breast and that they wanted to do a biopsy on the calcifications. Well I explained to her no, because I was in so much pain, I would rather them go ahead and do the ultrasound on my lump. Well she wrote on my prescription that I didn't need the ultrasound, and I was very disappointed with that. So uh, they just kept pressuring me for this biopsy. Um, so from September to November, I had to do my own research. Uh, I It was at a breast clinic that I was going to, a, a brand new one that they had just built, been up within a year, and it was supposed to be, like, highly recommended. So I uh, went to a hospital to try to get this ultrasound done, and I took the prescription that I had, and they refused to do it. So I found another doctor, uh, which was a primary... I went to a whole, totally different primary care doctor and had her uh, re-examine me, give me a prescription for the ultrasound. And once I got that prescription... Um, I took it to a clinic in the area, which was Eagles Landing, and my neighbor referred me to a breast surgeon, which is Dr. Pettifor. So from September into November, it took me to get that ultrasound, with me being persistent. Once I got the ultrasound, I went to the surgeon. They the, immediately, soon, the breast surgeon seen the lump, and I was just, you know, describing her the pain. That's the first thing she wanted to do. The calcifications wasn't even the major concern at that time. Did the biopsy in November, and by the end of November I had the results, and it came back positive for cancer. And, of course, that just threw me for a loop. <laughs> so at that time they have to make a decision on uh, what they want to do, which it was uh, stage one, which is good. That's early stage cancer. Uh, non-invasive because it was contained in the uh, nipple. Um, I, because of the calcifications being in, in the breast, and they, they start showing us where they were uh, pretty abnormal once I got into um, more information from Dr. Pettiford. She was very detailed, showed me to where uh, I really wouldn't have to do the biopsy with the calcifications. That's Not only that, that's saving you more pain, plus more uh, money as far as your insurance is concerned, because everything today is based around insurance, uh, and I'm sure we probably understand that. So she did the biopsy. My uh, treatment plan was to, um, the best plan was to have the mastectomy, to have the right breast removed, Um, because once they start cutting and take out one lump and then have to go in different parts of trying to take out other areas that may have cancer in it it kind of distorts the the breast. So, and then you also have a chance of it coming back and also it can come back in your other breast. So they removed the the right breast on January January the 20th. And this is my third week since surgery, but I'm doing great. I'm blessed. I'm very glad that I found out, you know, everything and um, time. But since the surgery, um, then they have to go into what they call treatment plans. And this is very important, too. Uh, they give you different options when you, when you have breast cancer. Until they do biopsies, you really don't know what's going on once they remove the breast. So now that they have removed it, I thought I was just totally clear all the way and I would only be taking um, a hormone pill for five years. Um, Now they have decided that they want to go back in the arm to remove... um, Lymphnoids. Uh, they took out two. They found uh, cancer in one of the nodes, which was only two centimeters, which is a very small amount, and they took out one for biopsy. But my concern is when I made it very clear that when they went into the arm that, you know, I gave them um, permission to to take out what they needed, but now they want to go back in and take out. You have three levels of, of uh, nodes in your arm, level one, two, and three. Um, they take level one when they do the biopsies, and now they want to go back and take from level one and two instead of just taking all the uh, lymph nodes out that would, you know, put you into lymphedemia. It, you have a chance of that anyway, uh, of lymphedemia, where your arm swells and it can damage nerves also in your arm. So um, I'm looking more toward the radiation only, uh because it's only two centimeters in that was found in one of the lymph nodes. And I'm meeting with a radiologist uh, next week. But the other important thing is, they have a, I, I have a really good friend that's an oncologist in Michigan. And she was able to get on the phone with me this past Friday with the doctor that I've seen, oncologist Dr. Sadu. My oncologist friend is Dr. Harrell, Susan Harrell in Michigan and um they were able to talk together on the phone it was a certain test that's very important if anybody uh does get cancer early stages 1 and 2 it's called oncotype O N C O T Y P E um it helps determine determine rather the uh, risk of your cancer and it can predict uh, how likely your cancer uh will return and the treatment that's necessary for your cancer. Well, when I went to the oncologist Friday, I asked them had they done that particular test. And the doctor said, "Well, how did you know about that test?" I said, mm-hmm. "Well, the, my friend that's on the phone, which is doc- the doctor that you're speaking with, mentioned that to me and that's something that should have been done or perhaps we were hoping it would have been done when you did the pathology report after the breast was moved. Well they didn't do it. And um she called immediately while I was there on the phone to have that test done. Now that test will help predict which it, it individualize your treatment. And that's also for someone that has colon or prostate cancer, can uh ask for that that same test. And it will definitely individualize your treatment and help. So what they're doing, actually, and a lot of times different uh, specialists on the oncology field, they'll get together and they come as a group and talk about your treatment and the planning. But because cancer is still under research and we are sometimes used as, you know, their projects, um, they want to... You know do treatment that sometimes may as I was told they can overtreat you um to do chemo now if i was to- i may i'm not sure if I'm gonna to have to have chemo because that would be determined through the oncotype test, and from the knowledge of my friend that's an oncologist, it would be short term if it were if I had to have it at all and the um the chemo is, you know, like a the one of the strongest treatments. So, that's the one that I really was hoping that I would not have to have. As of this time, I don't have to have it. And um I'm hoping that I don't. Do you have anything you want to add to this?
6: Yeah. Hey, family, this is Calvin. Uh oh,
2: Hold on a second. Hold, hold on one second, Calvin, before you come on. Uh Anybody on the phone lines with a question or comment, please press one now. Uh, You heard from Rosetta. She's going to come back on, of course. But if you have any questions about she just gave you a lot of information. If you have any questions or comments, now is the time to press one. If you are a co-host and, you you know, you're talking and nobody can hear you, press one on your phone over and over and over because I've had to meet – Well, that's mainly Don. If you have a comment, Don, uh, or somebody wanted to comment there, I know you're with other people, just keep pressing one, and I'll bring you back on because there was a little noise there. But uh, I'm looking at the phone lines. I don't see anybody. The phone lines is lit up, uh, but I don't see anyone with their hands. So y'all don't say I didn't see you because I'm looking now, okay? Again, if you have a question or comment, press one on your phones. We have a lit up phone line. Everybody is listening, no questions. So, go ahead, Calvin. We have, uh, what we'll let just say is any co-host, Darlene, caress, or don, your line is open. Anybody have any uh comments or questions about what you just heard before we bring on Calvin?
3: I have one quick question. She meant you mentioned radiation only, and I didn't get the, all of that that you were speaking of.
7: Yes, um they said that I may have to just have the radiation therapy only uh because I'm in stage stage 1 and it's not invasive. Okay. Okay. And I'm I'm waiting on the results. It will be like 2 weeks before I get the results from the onco type test and that would pretty much determine exactly what I would need to do as far as my treatment. Um, prior to that, they wanted to just, you know, form a treatment that they had gathered together instead of using the Onco-type test to okay. get a more accurate treatment plan. And that was that was concerning me uh, because they wanted to bring me back in, like I was saying, and do the surgery under the arm and take out more lymph nodes, then also give me radiation, which I was told that you're being over-treated. They can overtreat your cancer, which can cause you more problems, more illnesses. So you really have to be careful. So I would I'm hoping that I'm only going to have to have the radiation only and I will also have to take um a hormone pill for 5 years.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. I, had I had a, got a question.
7: That... Go
2: ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: Okay. I had a friend that had breast cancer. In maybe the right breast, but she had, like, both her breasts removed because something you said also, because the chances of it coming back in the other breast is
7: greater. Am I yes, right? Yes, that's true. that's true. That is very <laughs> true. So, I mean, I after the tests come back, that will give me – I don't carry the gene, but sometimes even if you do not carry the cancer gene, it's still a high percentage that it can come in the. um, Mine was the the right breast. Also, it's a high percentage that it can come in your left breast, but they have to watch it carefully. Um, I would definitely get that breast removed if any signs show. But you, I did have the option to have them both removed at the same time. But after consulting, you know, with since I have the option, I have a friend that is an oncologist, you know, one at a time was recommended. The other thing, uh, reconstruction, that's uh, reconstruction to get um, breasts, you know, at the same time, once you have your breasts removed, now they'll do your plastic surgery immediately and at the same time of surgery. surgery That is not highly recommended. Um, it is recommended that, you wait at least a year to a year and a half After you have your breast removed uh, Because okay. of the fact that What's happening now So they tried very hard to get me to do reconstruction I refused that But if I had It would definitely have be a problem with the radiation and chemo Okay, okay That was a good call Now, do you have
3: any sisters? Yes, I do Okay
7: And They know to get checked out, right? Right. And I recently didn't realize until all this occurred that uh, it runs on my mother's side of the family. Um, So, you know, sometimes family members may know other close family members that have cancer, but, you know, if it's not mentioned or people don't, like, I'm glad you all have this line or it's not spoke on, so, when I went to the doctor, they said, Does cancer run in your family? I'm like, No.
8: Mm-hmm.
7: <laughs> it does run in my family, but I found out after the fact. <laughs> my aunt had her wow. breast removed years ago. So, you know, that shows that it's not enough information out there in your own family so that, you know, your children, grandchildren, who even men can get breast cancer. So, it, it can be on either side. Right.
8: Mm-hmm.
2: You know what, Rosetta? I got I got to ask you this. I, does cancer running in your family? Uh, help me out here, uh, everybody, because from my understanding, from what I've heard about cancer is they don't, they don't even know where it comes from. So they don't know where it comes from. Basically, anybody can get cancer. I'm not speaking that on anybody. Y'all continue to believe God for your protection and all that. I'm not Cursing everybody But what I'm trying to say is If they don't know where it's coming from And they don't know what the cause of it is And they, act like they don't have a cure either Which I don't believe that mm-hmm. How can it run in your family How it, Everybody is You know what I'm saying How can it run I mean like there's a certain family And they all want to get canceled I mean I don't get it See like there was one study that said One out of every five people in the near future, is going to have cancer. So, I me, mean, I don't understand that question, does cancer run in your family? Well,
7: well let me Let's say you, this. Mine was hormone-driven. Okay. Um, and when they said that, they, I guess that's just one of the questions, medical questions, they always ask you, do diabetes run in the family? Do heart right. problems run right. in the family? Right. I mean, it's like a protocol of questions. Right. But um, right. Okay. mine was strictly hormone-driven, which my estrogen – and progesterone was off. I was diagnosed with thyroid, thyroidism, okay? At one time, my blood test showed that I did have thyroidism, okay? But if your estrogen and progesterone is off, which your thyroid is a thermometer of the regulation of your body and your hormones, it could very well show that you have it. But when I had the test done recently during this process of going through this cancer, it showed that I didn't have the thyroidism my and the real test was once I had some more in depth tests it's the estrogen and progesterone was off. Totally off, off balance. And I have way more estrogen than progesterone. And that's what drove the the um the tumor that ended up in the, the nipple. And that's why it was non invasive. It was lack of progesterone. So progesterone is very important for women to have check, once you turn thirty five and start going thirty five, you start um, menopause at that age. So that's when your hormones start going, you know, different ways. So I'm suggesting that people get that estrogen and progesterone test done more often to make sure that it's not that instead of thyroidism, because they'll put you on certain medicine for thyroids for years. For they'll tell you have to take it for life. But a lot of the prescriptions, when they say for life, that's legal drugs. That's that's money makers. They make millions. We we are the buyers of all the drugs, right? Through our, right. Through our um, insurance. So you have to really be careful. It's like um, if you put it let's put it real simple. If you're not very wealthy or you're not rich, let's just say rich, and you can't get the best of the best most of the time, then they more so prey on people that's you know. Insurance, poverty, don't have insurance, just using you as guinea pigs, um, all these different uh, free tests that they have out here for the flu, for this, that, and other. Nobody knows what's in any of these tests. And, yes, we are being used as guinea pigs. And that's why sometimes wow. we get illnesses from some of those different um, shots that may occur after. Um, uh, a good friend of my mother's just recently had one of the flu, sh- one of the shots, and um, it didn't agree with his body, and now he's developed blood clots. So you know you really have to be careful, but staying on track, um, you know, as far as cancer, you know, please make sure you check your estrogen and progesterone levels, because a lot of times it will be the progesterone that's lacking.
2: Wow. Well, listen, let's go ahead and see what Mr. Calvin had to say. I just wanted you to to see if there was any questions. And so, uh, again, anybody on the phone lines, if you have a question coming, you still can ask your questions later. Uh, but um, just, I was looking up and down the phone lines earlier. Calvin, well, go ahead with what you had to say, please, sir.
6: Oh, hey. Hey. Um- one of the things, and uh, this kind of started way before September, Rosetta and I, we, we, we sit down and we talk about a lot of different things in terms of medical and just your overall health of the body. So years ago, I had a ton of information, you know, on uh, hormones and progestion and, and I told Rosetta one day, I said, you know, you might have to get your estrogen levels checked she was like estrogen levels, I said, yeah. If the estrogen levels is too high and your progesterone is low, then there can be some problems, you know. Internally, uh, you go to the doctor, they, they're not going to be telling these women about the estrogen levels and progesterone. Um, I used to sell progesterone to women that was in menopause and they're having hot flashes and stuff. I couldn't even keep that stuff, and um, it's when the estrogen and the progesterone has to be balanced. But if the estrogen levels are too high and the progesterone levels are too low, yeah, you, got, you have a possibility of getting cancer, and they're not going to be telling you this when you go to the clinics. They won't tell you this when you go to the clinics. So um, it's all about, like Rosetta was saying, it's about uh, your thyroid, and they put you on this medication uh, that you have to take the rest of your life. And most of the times, it's not even that. It's mostly hormone-driven. That's what Rosetta's cancer was. It was hormone-driven. It wasn't genetically. It wasn't a gene. Another thing too. Remember that we all have cancer cells in our bodies. We, we all was born with that. And it's just that your your immune system is constantly fighting off cancer cells every day. I have videos of 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 cancer cells and uh, the lymphatic system is attacking cancer cells. They inject this poison into them, and they kill the cancer cells. But when your immune system and your lymphatic system is weakened, cancer cells just come out of the woodworks because the stuff that we eat and the bad habits that we have, smoking and drinking and, and all kind of other different things, and... Comes, like I said, it's in the food, it's in the water, it's in everything. And that weakens our immune system. That's why so many people are sick and getting all different types of disease and so forth. So when that happened, cancer cells is already there. And Seth, You brought up a good point. Where did it come from? It's already in us. It's just that we have to keep ourselves healthy to make sure that our immune system continues to stay strong, to continue to fight. It's a fight. It's twenty-four hour fight that's going on, and when it's weak, cancer takes over. Like uh, I was telling some people that so much candida is in sugar. We, I'm, I, we are sugar addicts, sugar addicts, man. I, I don't understand it. And when you you eat a lot of this sugar, we drink a lot of this pop. If Everybody on this line, when you're drinking that pop and when you're seeing 58 to 60 milligrams of sugar in one can and you might be chugging down three or four cans a day, you're you, you, you slowly killing yourself. That's for real. See, these are the things that people don't like to talk about, but it's real. The sugar is really hurting us. That was an issue that we was talking about. I want to, I don't want to get too far off of Rosetta. I'm going to give it back to her so she can continue to talk about her cancer situation. But just since I got everybody on the line here, there was an issue about high cholesterol. And they were saying how cholesterol was, was killing us. But the real reason was that we had too much sugar in our system. And what sugar does is hardens the arteries, the artery walls. So when the artery walls are hardened, and then the cholesterol don't have a smooth tunnel to, to pass through, so it gets hung up on those walls because of the sugar starting to harden, those, those artery walls inside. You know, when we was kids, we used to get sugar and, 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 and put it over the stove, and turn it turned into a can, and it get hardened. Same thing that happens in your, in your artery walls like that. So you really got to be careful with that sugar, man, I'm telling you. And people that really want to lose weight, if you cut back on your sugar, you would drop pounds just like that, (laughs) just like that. Wow. Wow.
2: Well, listen, uh, let me just do this because I have co-hosts for a reason because they bring things to the table. Let me just go down through the the ranks here. Mr. Dong Jr., you have any questions or comments for our guests, anything you've heard? uh, Your line is unmuted.
5: Well, I don't really have any questions, but it's interesting to hear how you say it was said that the cells are in our body, and how we have a tendency to um, harm ourselves if we do too much excess sugar and and our beverages that are carbonated and things of that nature. Even my brother was telling me, he said, "Well, when you when you drink too much tea, which I, I'm a, I love iced tea." but I also like sweet teas that we use. It's like liquid diabetes. And I'm just thinking that we have to really be careful about what we ingest in order to maintain good health. But it's really, it's really, I'm just, was really kind of at all, thinking of listening to the wife speak about how how these things lay dormant within the, the female anatomy. Some things you just don't know unless someone else comes forward and say, well, this is what I deal with. And then someone else deals with it.
2: And let me ask, uh, with Don saying that, uh, Rosetta, how are you doing spiritually? How are you doing overall, wholesomely? Uh, I mean, you know, you're talking about cancer here. How are you? You sound really good. Y'all don't sound like somebody that don't have cancer just talking to us. It's really weird.
7: <laughs> yeah, you know, um, You know, things happen, so my thing, I feel blessed because God gave me a signal. Even my doctor, when I went into the office, she put her finger up and said, God is watching out for you. You know, that's very odd. Most doctors don't even mention God when you go in, and um, that was a good sign. And I said, yes, he is, because he gave you, she said, because he gave you a signal. You had the pain continuously, and you were very persistent. So, you know, I really feel blessed. Um, that I had the pain because that was a sign for me to do something. And that's one thing I wanted to speak on. A lot of times we have pain or something is bothering us, and we ignore it. Um, You may think it's the littlest thing, but it's not. And it's better to get it checked, and I really suggest that women get their mammograms on time. Uh, If you have any doubt that something going on, ask for an ultrasound because the mammogram will not show everything. I'm proof of that. And if you need something more intense, ask for MRI, because it's definitely going to show you what's going on also. Uh, You have to be your own doctor first. You have to help the doctor help you most of the time, especially in modern medicine. So listen to your body.
2: Go ahead. Go ahead. Listen to your body.
7: And your instincts when something is uh, bothering you internally
2: And and, and those instincts, y'all, I call the Holy Spirit I do believe that any good father, any real father Is going to show love for their children And folks, this is huge This conversation tonight is huge It can be death and life for some people and again, I, I have seen statistics where they say one out of every five people will have cancer. I think it was in the next 15 years, and that was like 10 years ago. Cancer is serious. I don't know where it's coming from. People say it's in our diet, it's a way of life. I've even seen serious documentary, Calvin, like this, where, uh, and I'm coming at you, darling, and, and caress you in a second. Uh, but I've seen documentaries where they cannot tell you where cancer comes from because it will change our way of life. It's something we're doing every day, and if we stop, if they was to tell us the truth, it will literally change the whole way we live as a nation. And they can't afford that. It's too much money made in our everyday life, so they just keep treating it. It's, it's based on greed. So what does the Father have to say about that family? Well, would you, what do you think our Heavenly Father would have to say about this cancer coming from our lifestyle, being hid from those within power, the, the powers that be? Of course he want us healed. Of course he want to touch our bodies, and of course, uh, yes, Miss Rosetta, he is going to be speaking to you in a still small voice. Go get this checked out. Go get this checked, and I want to say this to you, Rosetta. This is just me to you, and I'm sure Caress or Darlene may have something they want to say. I don't know, but what I would say this, this is to you. If that voice say Calvin's like the time he heard you know, this, that, and the other and it saved him from having a stroke. He was saying how they reversed it. That sounds like the God we serve. And at this same God is speaking to you and giving you voices and, and and notifications and stuff. And I don't think it's started lately, uh, uh Rosetta. I think it's probably been years you've been hearing it, to be honest with you. I just feel like we get these warnings and, and uh well, the scripture says, like, this warning coming for destruction. So I'm thankful for this little, still, small voice that lead and guide us because, folks, we, we it ain't just Roseanne. Before it's over with, before this year is out, you know, this thing is going to be visiting some homes and probably some homes in this family, you know. Uh, so we just got to really take heed to what we're hearing tonight. I ain't going to lie. I'm a male, and I have a tendency to say, oh, that's that women's stuff. But you <laughs> You <laughs> said some very important things That us we need to take note of But anyway, Caress Any questions or comments to
4: Rosetta or Calvin? Um Well, direct comments To you guys is, um Continue to be strong because y'all seem very strong And like Uncle Fizzle saying, it doesn't seem like You know, you, you were diagnosed with cancer The way that you're speaking And that's very commendable I take my hat off to you Um I started following a doctor in Honduras. He's a holistic doctor. His name is Dr. Sebi, S-E-B-I. And um, he has a uh, a list of electric foods. It's pretty much foods that your body will break down, foods that will help your body replenish itself and to work as it's supposed to. And he made a post um, about curing people with AIDS and cancer and diabetes. And it got to the point where people didn't believe him so he was taken to the Supreme Court to prove that he did this and he won he's not a, a doctor but he's done a lot of research and um he said that there's only one disease there's not millions of diseases mucus and he said that certain foods cause mucus to build up in the body and when that happens then you get sick he also said what allows diseases to breathe in you is having an acidic diet. And our, we yes, are an yes. alkaline being. And if you consume a lot of things that are acidic, like most water, most bottled water is acidic. Even the baby water is acidic. You have to look for something with a high pH to bring your body up. You don't want to be balanced. You want to be alkaline. And You can look it up. I've done a lot of research on that because I was like, eh, that sounds skeptical. But What what i found, and you'll find a lot of doctors that say it, if your body is alkaline, you won't get sick. Nothing can stick in it. If you have an acidic body, if you're constantly taking in acidic foods and waters and, you know, sugars because sugar feeds cancer, you know, it it really is a lifestyle change. That's my whole point I'm getting to. Uncle Seth said they can't afford to tell us what to do because it, it it would pretty much rock the world. But if you look him up, his name is Doctor the S E D I. He has something on there every Good day. Yeah. he has something on there every day. That's gonna that's gonna shake you up. But um, yeah, it's it, it's. I, I really Cliff, believe, that was... I may sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I believe it's really population control. That's why so much is coming out so quickly. You yes. know. Yes. Yes. And.
2: Big time. I, I think I that's agree. what it
4: is. But you, you made but another no. question um, through. You said, "What would the Father say?" Well, I can tell you what the what the Word says, and it even applies in this situation. It says, "The gate is small and the way is narrow that leads to life." And if you know you really wanted to change, you know, rock, rocky world and, and switching stuff up to see if it really works, you would cut out a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And just try it out. Just try it out. My first week trying it out. And I kind of went back because it's my birthday, and I'm like, eh, I'm going to fall off this. But I'm going to come right back after my birthday. My first week doing it, I would wake up, and I will be constantly spitting up mucus. Not sick at all, but it's constantly coming out, or I'm blowing my nose or whatever. It's just coming out of my body. My sister was sick. My nieces were sick. And I went over there pretty much every day because I don't stay far. And I never got sick. I went to my best friend's house. She had the flu. Never got sick. Went to my my places house, never got sick. So I'm not saying that it's it's sure proof, but it seems that way to me, you know. And if you do your own research, it's it's evident, it's out there. So, if possible, just try to eat and drink as much alkaline as possible, just to help your body bounce back. Very good, Chris,
2: very, very good. And listen, uh, before I go to Darlene, we have a question. Erico 210635, uh, go ahead with your question or comment for our guest.
9: Hello, Seth, Darlene, Hello, and all. Emma Johnson, Hello, San Antonio, Ms. Texas. Yes, Can you hear me, Emma Jewel. Can you hear we me? We hear you loud and clear. Yes.
2: We hear you.
9: Okay. Uh, the daughter of uh, Ennis Buddy Douglas and is Cliff Douglas. And Thank Rosetta you. and Callie, I'd like to say hello. I remember you all from the reunion in Dallas. Such fun people. I really enjoyed uh, being with you at the reunion. Do you remember me?
7: Yes, I do, and it's good to hear from you.
9: Yes. And uh, I really appreciate all the valuable information that you shared with us. And I'm sorry that you had to go to, through all of this. But the information you share with us is very valuable and very helpful and very beneficial. And uh, I know that God is going to heal your body, that uh, he's going to take care of you, and we all are always going to pray for you, and I yeah. know that you're gonna be well, and that we're gonna be on that cruise. uh, my husband and I have booked the cruise I've never gone on a cruise i I didn't want to go, but because it's a family cruise, I decided I would go. this would be my first one, so I'm gonna be looking forward to seeing you and Kevin on that cruise. I'm constantly praying for you, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Well- and
2: thank you, Emma. That was some very kind words. Very kind words. Um, good hearing your voice. And thank uh, tell you. William I said hello. Tell William I said I hello. I William. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Uh, really appreciate that. That was very good words. And I like how she put the word out there. She made a declaration. And I don't know if y'all know exactly what she did, but we are supposed to, the Bible says like this let the weak. I'm strong I remember one woman in the Bible uh, She was going through hell And they asked her how goeth the battle And she said All is well We're supposed to just see ourselves heal and I think Rosetta You are are a good example of this And I just hope you uh, Continue uh, to be strong And uh, just You are encouragement I'm telling you just listening to you I mean you really don't sound like Somebody going through what you're going through. We believe you now. We believe you, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's very good, and you need to <laughs> you need to keep that, keep keep it just like that. That's wonderful, and see yourself heal. Uh, my wife used to work for a lady, y'all. Let me check this out, and then we're gonna take a short break. And we're gonna come back and and, and hear what else Rosetta and Kevin have to share with the family. We'll take a short break after this. But real quick, my wife. Wait, wait a minute. Wait, a minute, we gotta talk to Darlene. So we don't, don't want to forget Darlene because I don't know what she has to say to y'all. And then we'll take a break. But before Darlene come on with this uh, question or comment, I gotta share this with y'all really quick, really, really quick. My wife had a boss that had brain cancer. and Y'all may think this is this is this is a joke what I'm about to say, but it's a true story. She had brain. Cancer, like gonna die brain cancer And she started Seeing Somebody told her to see yourself ill And the only way she can do it Because she wasn't really Christian, Christian What she did Was imagine Pac-Man This was back in the day when Pac-Man was popular And she imagined Little Pac-Mans eating at the cancer She just would constantly see These little Pac-Mans eating at the cancer She would tell her, I'm gonna be alright and she would just see, like, it wasn't Pac-Man, folks. It was like Pac-Man. She saw something. She Something put it in her mind to start seeing something, even kind of like Calvin was saying, your body is fighting back. This, you can say it like that. But she began to see it like a war, like little Pac-Mans. And do you know that that woman wound up without an answer, cancer in her brain?
8: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> All... Things are possible to him that believe. You can say unto this mountain of scripture, say, be ye cast in the sea, and it will happen if you don't doubt in your heart. Yes, cancer is a big boy. It's a big bully right now, but there are people every day I'm seeing all over the net kicking cancer's butt. So I just want to say this. So, yes, Miss Emma Jewel, thank you for coming on and saying, I see You know, God healing you That was powerful And just accept that, Rosetta Because we do And let's just see it like that And by the way Speaking of And again, we're going to go to Darling here in a second But Our family uh, Robbie uh, Asked the family to continue remembering her mother in prayer Continue to do that Remember uh, on the uh, Dugan side of the family Uh, uh, Darling, what's Robbie's mother name? I get the twins mixed up Ernestine Remember Ernestine in prayer. Remember Ernestine in prayer. Remember Ernestine in prayer. Yes, uh, 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 she, her body's going through a lot, but like our darling said last weekend, like Robert told me to tell y'all, God has the last word, and that's true. You know, hospice. You know, you can. You know, I'm sure that some people went in the hospital, somebody, sometime, and and came out. Uh, 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 came out of it, I know somewhere that story is, and, and God is a healer, folks. This is what I believe. I know somebody say, well i do 't know if you should say that 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 people is in hospice, we need to prepare it. This is what I believe, folks, and I may be a little radical, but this is just one man 's opinion until somebody breathes a last breath. You should fight for their life. You should fight for their life. You should fight for their life until, because their body is even fighting to live. Why should we bury them and their body is even fighting to live? Why not do like Emma Joy and declare the works of the Lord over them? And then when that day happens, then we can then look at preparing to, you know, But until then, it's a fight, folks. If your body is fighting, we should be fighting with our faith and our words. Darling, any questions or comments, last questions or comments to our guests? I don't mean last because we're going to bring them back. Hold on, let me just say this. I didn't mean last. I just mean any comments before we take the break.
3: Okay. Rosetta, you spelled a word was it o n c o t y p e
7: yes that's the test that determines individualized treatment for okay. your cancer when you're in the early stages one and two
3: okay i just wanted to it to go back out there it's o n c o t
7: y p e yes and you can very well look that up on the Internet also and learn a little bit more about it. Okay. And you are being very
3: strong. I like that. And I, for some reason, John Wayne came to my mind for some reason,
2: you know, because he went through a lot. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the slinger, the gunslinger, the fighter. I thought you was coming from that angle, but I hear you.
3: No, no, no. He he did a movie. He did a movie, one of his last movies, and he said, well, I have this cancer. And, you know, he he didn't, I mean, he faced it head on.
2: Well, but, listen, folks, uh, re- go ahead, darling.
3: No, I, I just wanted to get um, the spelling out there again. That's all.
2: Other tests Didn't mean to rush But we have a a Look like another uh, Question Area code 817 uh, Folks we got this rule Whenever the hands Goes up on the phone lines We just kind of drop Everything and go To the phone lines And so we kind of Cater to our phone lines So Rosetta And Kevin look like we have a Question or comment For you guys Area code 817 212 Go ahead with your Question or your Comment
10: Hello family Hi this is Edna Louise uh, Matthews, and my, actually oh, my
8: comment
10: <laughs> Yes, guys, because I I did just come on, and I'm sorry I didn't get all the information I was in the process of purchasing tickets for the funeral this weekend that I'm attending in Los Angeles, so um I do apologize, but I do have the Black History Facts available, Cousin Seth, if you're needing those read later, so I'll be on the line for the uh, remainder of the time, and the cousin is giving the information. Um, I'll follow up later with Darlene to get more about it. But it sounds like that's some helpful information our family does need to know as well.
2: Okay. Well, uh, well, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, uh, better late than never. I mean, <laughs> it's good to hear you. We look forward to you, and I know you're going to have some juicy for us during the Black History. Uh, but it's fine, Louise. <laughs> uh, uh, Louise, I yes. should say. We should call you. So anyway, folks, let's uh, take yeah. a short little break, and we'll be back very shortly, okay? With our guest, uh, the Miss, the one and only Rosetta Span and her husband, husband Calvin Span, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. We'll be right back, folks. In the background, folks listen to the Douglas Kennedy Family and Friends Network didn't that song touch the spot Did't that song touch the spot? What shall I do? What shall we do, family? We are a family various states represented here tonight Chime, chiming in to hear Rosetta and Calvin. Um Rosetta has done a wonderful job just sharing with us, um, really, <laughs> the father guiding her to health, really. That's how I look at it. So we'll go into the phone lines and um, finish up the phone call again. If you're on the phone lines, you have a question or comment, don't be shy. If you want to even tell Rosetta she's doing a good job, don't be shy. Press one of your phone lines. I'm looking at the phone lines now looking at the phone lines now. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and open up every co host uh line. Um there goes Caress, there goes Don, there go Calvin and Rosetta and there goes uh Louise and um Miss Darling. Um Calvin, I think you was trying to uh, say something. Did you get all uh, what you were saying out? Um, or Rosetta, that you, or whoever's gonna go next, go ahead and continue with this education we're getting tonight.
6: Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Um, I noticed there was a few people was talking about how how strong Rosetta is. Man, she she is a she's a soldier. She's a trooper. <laughs> You know, when she first got this cancer, she was like, "Well, hey, hey, ain't nothing to cancer, you no know, problem." We both look at it as like having a cold, <laughs> basically. And um, she, uh, this was the first time she ever had uh, a major kind of a setback since having childbirth. But uh, I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even blinking an in eye in terms of how she was going to handle it because I know how she is. She's a rock. And I always said that uh, if I was out in, in, in a battle, in, in and in a foxhole, uh, I want her in that foxhole with me. <laughs> no doubt. Yes. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. she, she's, she's still, like, she going to work. Be teaching class, uh, like, and 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 moving on, like, hey, ain't gonna let that get me down, and 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 she inspires me too, man. It's it's it's, it's been wonderful. But, uh, well, we don't we don't look at we we look at it as hey, that's another little stumbling block. We just keep moving, we get over it.
2: Yes, you will. Yes, you will. And the Bible talks about how the words of our mouth. Um, hold on one second here. Any questions or comments? Please press one. I'm looking down the phone lines. But life and death is in the power of the tongue. I'm gonna go down the list here and just ask different co-hosts. Uh, one more time. Any questions or concerns? Any questions or concerns for uh, uh, uh Calvin and uh? Well, no. Let's do this. Let me bring back on Rosetta because uh, I got a feeling That's more where that comes from. Rosetta, are you still
3: there? Uh, yes, I'm still here.
2: <laughs> I want to. Uh, uh, what's what's the future? Of, well, not. The, I don't make sure I ask this right. What are your plans moving forward? Like tomorrow, the next month, next year. What is your what is your uh, daily uh, attack, so to speak? What will you be doing to attack this thing to continue the. The attack uh what are you planning on doing in the future tests uh, I mean how are you combating this uh from here on out
7: um I'm going to uh go see my uh co- do my consultation with the radiation therapist uh next thursday uh to find out the exact procedures of uh, uh, with the radiation you know uh entails and go back to my uh oncologist 3 weeks later. Uh well not 3 weeks, 2 weeks after that because the uh call type test will be back to determine what plan is best for me. And I'm going to really stay away from the surgery part. I'm really not interested in them going back in my arm unless it shows on the Onco 2 type on the on the on type test that it's something there as far as the um, lip noise. That is the only way I would let them go back in the arm again. Other than that, I'm going to do the radiation. Uh, just keep doing what I do every day. Um day. I'm inspired because, you know, I'm blessed to be able to, it could be worse. I mean, I'm, I'm healthy as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I have a little hump I'm going over, but um I'm up every day. God wakes me up. I go, I I teach my... Trainees. Actually, uh, I teach in the medical field. I help people become certified as electronic health record specialists, uh, certified medical records uh, reimbursement specialists, uh, medical billing and coding. I'm a proctor for several medical certifications like medical assistance, patient care tech, phlebotomy. So that keeps me going. I mean, a lot of people depend on me being there to help them Get to they, where they want to go in their life And that's, that's my mission So, you know, as long as I am I wake up And I'm able to breathe and move around I'm, I'm going to be there I'm going to do what I'm here to do And have to do every day And keep inspiring others You know, sometimes you get these Different things that happen to you Like I got cancer So apparently I'm here And I'm supposed to speak on it And talk about it And share what's going on with with me So that I can help other people And, of course, my husband, Kelvin, is my biggest fan and supporter. And without him, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, but he keeps me going. You know, he has the patience of Job. I'm I'm the hyper. He's the patient person. So, you know, I'm I'm motivated. I'm always motivated. And with God always around and in my life and, you know, talking to me inside because I really listen most of the time, I try to. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I'm not gonna overdo it but um I mean I just love life and being around people so that keeps me going. And that's what I'm gonna continue to do. If that gives a good profile of where I'm heading. <laughs>
2: okay. Well, you know what, when you was talking about he was he's all uh, um he's patient and you're um hyper whatever you were saying, uh I thought about something else, Cabin said. Uh y'all may get a kick out of this, But He says He's all, you're all show and he's all business. (laughs) Ask Kevin, do do he remember saying that at the Virginia?
6: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, Yeah, she's show, I'm business. Together we show business.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, you got a very beautiful wife. I will say that she is definitely all show, and uh, um, I like that. Very nice looking woman And I'm just glad that y'all did not let this uh, cripple you I'm glad y'all not confessing death Deceit Uh, I'm glad y'all not talking about um, The uh, the end of the You know Talking like this is the end Uh, Like Robbie said about a mother Like Robbie said about a mother Who's in the hospice program Only God Has the final word and these doctors are powerful. They're powerful, but you know why they are so powerful? Oftentimes we give them power with our belief system. I think sometimes when the doctors say things like "you have six months," "you have a year," that fear that grab that grab people is actually what kill them. I think sometimes when when people are and this have nothing to do with Rosetta. I'm talking about doctors now and and and, and, and people. Uh, just letting doctors just determine their fate. Uh, I think sometimes when people have terminal diseases, it's probably good to uh, tell their uh, spouse. And don't tell them. Just get the spouse. Just should make sure they're eating the proper food, getting the proper exercise, because as long as you're thinking in your mind that you're going to live a long life and you de- de- decree and declaring that, like Emma Jewel was doing earlier, you have what you say, folks. Our world was created by words and faith. I mean, somebody challenged me on this. I'm telling you, Genesis 1, I believe the Bible, and it talks about this planet was spoken into existence with faith and words. So I do think there's power, life, and death is in the tongue. Now, I like what Caress said. Caress, one more time, give that doctor's name again, because Doctor, uh, I, I think his name is C B, but I want you to spell it properly because he does have a lot of good talk about cancer. I've been seeing little clips for years, and uh, I, I had kind of got out of got out of the loop with him. But uh, one more time, just give that doctor information about that uh, holistic doctor.
4: Um, his name is Dr. Sebi, S-E-B-I, and um, he actually has a phone number. Now, if you have an hour to just sit on hold, they will speak with you And I give you that phone number It's 310-838-2490 Or you can just go on Facebook And slower, like this page Slower, slower, slower One more time, slower What, what do you mean me say slower? The, the phone number. number You kind of spit it out fast oh. 310-838-2490 now, clear your schedule, I'm telling you. Clear your schedule when you call, because you're going to be waiting. But it's worth it. You, they're going to tell you what you, what you know, they're going to answer your question to the best of their ability. And um, you go on Facebook and, and like him. It's a Dr. Sevi, S-E-V-I, Healing. You'll see a picture of him pop up, you know, thin black man. I think he got a dashiki on the picture. You're going to go to him when you see him. But. He just likes him on Facebook, and he posts a lot of stuff daily to, you know, just incorporate in your diet or eliminate from your diet.
2: Okay. Well, listen, folks, we promised we would hold Rosetta and Kevin along and kind of went over a little bit. So I want everybody to just quickly, quickly, quickly have last words to them. Uh, first, let me see if they have any. Well, let's do it like this. Co-host, if y'all can, any last words, comments. I'll start with Miss Louise. Uh, Louise, I uh, know you didn't get a chance to hear everything, but any quick last words within a minute or two to Calvin and Rosetta?
10: Well, I just pray uh, that God will continue to bless you, cousin, during uh, your healing process. Uh, I did write down the information that you just provided. Um, and um, just... Um... No, no, that
2: was caressed. Hold on a second, just so you get it right. That was caressed. That's She is uh, my ne- my niece. And she has met this wonderful doctor that has been uh curing, yes, yes, curing. Doctor Sebi has cured some people with the wisdom and holistic uh practice. But no, that's my niece, but Calvin and Rosetta is uh, uh is a guest tonight and they're the ones that were sharing just so you know that. Go ahead.
10: Okay. Well thank you all anyway. <laughs> thank you for sharing with us for our family and I just pray that God continues to bless you guys. And continue spreading the word, doing what you're doing. I think it's great. It's lovely. And I and I
2: and I definitely agree with Luis. Very, very good that y'all are sharing that. Very, very good words there. Okay, uh Don, Mr. Don, let me make sure you um yeah, you're unmuted. Don, uh, any quick final words on um for uh, uh Calvin or Rosetta?
4: Quickly, quickly.
5: Uh, I'd like to say to uh Kevin. It's good to hear from you and to know that you're the kind of brother that supports your wife like you do. But to Rosetta, I tell you, it's a great inspiration to hear your attitude and the way you feel about it, what you dealt with. I just yesterday, I went to visit a really good dear friend in the city of Denton who just had um, surgery from um cancer and for you to just speak with such boldness as if it's nothing. let me know that the victory is already won, so I'm gonna continue to keep you up in prayer and your an inspiration. I'll say you're a Shiro, so take that in a good way. Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Uh Miss Caress already went, Miss Dar well, Caress, no, you didn't get final. Go ahead and get some quick final
4: words, Caress, to them. Anything quickly? Um just, uh, just continue to be a strong team That's that's commendable um, Especially in this day and age You really don't see couples Really, you know, hold each other up You know, so that is commendable And um, if I remember right Y'all y'all danced at the family reunion Correct? Yes Okay, now if I started singing Step in the name of love Can y'all do a two-step Because I can pitch it I can see us swinging it right now Oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all y'all keep, keep being an inspiration because y'all truly are and continue to just keep each other's uh, attitudes and, and, and mindsets uplifted which I think is a big part and swing out and think about me when, when you're doing it because I can pitch it, I promise you you look so smooth, I wish I could do it but I got two left feet, it just wouldn't look the same with me out there but uh, just know that you're in our prayers and uh, you are you are truly a conqueror. You more than conquerors.
2: Thank you. So you want them to remember you when they swing at caress. <laughs> you got to be yeah. special for that. Okay, Miss Darlene. That was funny. Uh, miss Darlene, last words to our guests before they run. And we do have a question on the phone lines. I see you, Erico 469803. Come at you after Darlene. Darlene, quick uh, comments, questions for okay. them okay. before they run off.
3: I, I too, like to thank you all for coming on and sharing you all experience. God bless you and Kevin both. And we'll be talking soon.
8: Okay. All thank right. you.
2: Area code four six nine eight zero three. Go ahead with your question or comment for our guests.
11: Good evening, everyone. This is Robbie. Hey, I just Robby. want to hey, hi. I, I want to thank her for the comments I've been listening about breast cancer. And now, I want to thank on. her because she is a
2: hold on, hold on, hold on, on Miss Robbie. Tell everybody who you are.
11: Um...
2: I know we know you. We know you. <laughs> Some people don't know you.
11: Uh. I'm Ed and Isabel Kennedy, great granddaughter. M.B. Douglas, their son's granddaughter, Ernestine, is his daughter, whatever. I'm, my mind ain't in it. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
11: well, you did good, <laughs> Dugan. Did okay, Dugan of family. go ahead. I'm Dugan's daughter. I'm Dugan's granddaughter. <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to thank her, thank her, because she's a she's a soldier. She's a I do Coma's uh, breast cancer wall. And and uh, breast cancer runs on my dad's side and my mom's side. So we we have some amazing women that have beaten this. So I want to applaud her and tell her she will she too will beat this. And I, I listen yes. to what you say about affirming, uh, claiming your healing. I touch my body yes. every morning and say I'm I'm healed in the name of Jesus. And I yes. share this with my family. Just touch your body and say, "I'm healed." Wherever you sick at, I'm healed in the name of Jesus. And that's what we have yes. to. We confirm, we believe, and keep that faith. You'll make it through. I believe in healing. I believe in you touching and healing and claiming it in the name of Jesus. Yes, I do. Yes.
2: Yes. The yes, yes.
11: Thank you. Okay. Thank
2: You're you Robin. welcome. That was very, very powerful. Thank you for that.
10: Thank you. And for I that. thank everyone for uh,
11: praying for praying for my mom and the, and the family that came down for the this weekend. I want to thank everyone, you know, and like I told Seth when he checked in today, God has the final say on my mother, and and Hostess doesn't run anything here. God is running this show, and I just want to thank everybody yes. that showed me love yes. and concern and showed my fi- family and everything. So I just want to thank you guys who the ones that's from Kansas to Georgia to California to Texas, all over that came came this weekend. The house was full. I just want to thank you all.
2: Well, thank you, Robbie. And we we'll definitely keep you and your mom and your family in prayer, definitely. And I love your spirit. Keep declaring. Keep decreeing because her body yes, is fighting I
12: have
11: with to, us. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm yeah. trying to stay strong for my two sisters and and uh, and I'm a firm believer and I read our, our, the Lord's prayer over, you know, because we we all have our, our number. You know, so but God has right. the final say when he says she she's ready to go, I want them to be content with this because we all we all going. <laughs> That's the bottom line. Amen.
2: Amen. 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 So y'all
11: have a good night. Thanks thank you, Seth, for letting me
2: a little bit. <laughs> well, you you're fine. You're fine. Well God bless you. Have a blessed night. Oh. And you have a blessed night as well. That's Robbie. Miss miss her on the show. I know she's got uh, uh, I love the way she's speaking it. Okay, Erica, real quick and we're coming, we're gonna finish up with uh uh Erica eight one seven three five three We'll come to you in a second. Uh, Rosetta and Calvin, we're wrapping this up quickly, so just give us a few minutes. These hands that went up. Anybody qu- got, want to comment, go ahead and put your hand up now quickly where we can get to you uh, before they go because they have to go, okay? okay. Eric code 817-353. Eric code 817 I don't think I had you on earlier. Who is this?
3: Donna. How you doing, Calvin Rosetta? I just want okay. to say you all are second. two Hold inspirations.
2: Hey, hey. Now, on Hi. Hold on. Hi. Hold on. Sorry, I <laughs> gotta interrupt you, y'all. Y'all know at ten o'clock I gotta do this every single day every single week at ten o'clock. If you're on the phone lines, just if you got about ninety seconds, uh you can't call after that, okay? Anybody on the phone lines, if you get disconnected, uh you will not be able to call back. So stay put, stay put. We still have black history coming your way. And every one of all the codes is going to be contributing to that, as well as some callers. So don't go nowhere. This show is far from over. Uh, Donna, go ahead with your question or comment.
3: No, I'm just saying, y'all are truly an inspiration. Uh, I'm so glad I got to meet my family uh, this past year. And the blog is just a wonderful thing. So I'm gonna ask you as well as caress when y'all dance and dance for me because I can't do it, but y'all are so beautiful when you do it, okay?
7: We sure will,
3: thank you. Okay, <laughs> all right.
4: Well,
2: Donna that was uh 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 short and sweet and I don't know how we dropped Darlene. Uh don't know how she's gonna get back home, maybe she caress. Can you do me a favor? Can you three-way and call, darling? You got a number? No, I don't. Okay, all right. Because we just lost hey. her, and I want her. You want to text it to me, her. or do
8: you, you can I have her number. I'll
2: do that. Go ahead, spit it out her number. Because go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm sorry.
10: Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't know knee, you needed Go ahead and spit out, out darling's
2: number. Not a problem. No, it's not a problem. Go ahead and spit it out. L uh, uh,
10: five one two. Nine
2: two two eight one six one. One more time, correct for correct
10: five one two nine two two eight one six one.
2: Okay, all right. Well, uh, thank you for that, Louise. Appreciate it. Okay, Miss uh, uh, Mister Calvin, and and Rosetta, go ahead with your final words. I know you. I know you have to go, but thank you for holding the line and taking those last questions. Hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Somebody else got a question. Okay. All right, Erico five one two. Man, this is Darlene calling. Never mind. That's right, Darlene. Calvin. Darling, I don't know how we got you after ten. You was you must have been dialing fast. But I got you back no, no. on the line, Darlene. Okay. Okay. So Kevin and uh uh um uh, Rosella no, no. go ahead with your final comments.
6: Oh, I was gonna let the lady go first, but uh listen, um let me let me say this right quick too, uh about the dance. Uh I I think I shared with uh, Darlene uh, uh one day we was talking that that little bit that we did down there was just from a scale of one to ten, that's, that was about a four maybe, a three or four. Because we was dancing on carpet because normally, you know, you dance on hardwood floors and, you know, you can move around a little bit. So we we didn't we didn't get a chance to to show out.
12: <laughs> uh-oh, but, uh-oh. Uh oh.
6: But uh, it's more to it. So, um, but anyway, a final comment is, I think caress mentioned this too. It was that the acid doses that's in our bodies, uh, we, we have to really, uh, take heed of, you know, what we put in our bodies, you know, uh, one of the things, brother and I don't we don't, we don't drink, we don't smoke, you know, none of that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, we just kind of enjoy each other, we do a lot together, we we love to dance and um, and because it's very therapeutic a lot of the folks that we uh, fellowship with, you know, they sort of like us, very loving and caring and so it's just a good environment but um, it's Black History Month and uh, every year this time, next weekend, they have a a four-day event where people I'm from Atlanta from, like, 40 states, and we just kind of enjoy each other. It's called the Heritage Ball, and, you know, you get a chance to dress up and meet people from all over, and uh, it, it's it's a wonderful thing, wonderful thing. But she mentioned something about uh, the alkaline, and one of the things Rosetta and I do, we, we drink alkaline water. Uh, it's about 9.5% alkaline. And the body is supposed to be at seven percent or higher. And if it if it's lower than seven, you you your body is more acided, more acid because you know from drinking pop and the type of foods we eat, um, the greasy foods and which create a lot of acid. Uh, stomach create acid within itself because it has to dump acid in there to help the food digest. But when you got too much of that acid in there, you know you can you can have some serious problems, major problems. That's why so many okay, people I mean, got. What, if
2: if I can jump ahead. in here, what's the brand that what's the brand of that water?
6: Well, it, it, well, it's called the, the water we have here is called Shea Water, C H A, and you can look it up online too. Uh, but it's it's alkaline water all over. You can uh, some of your I think your uh, herbal shops, they might carry it. It's kind of expensive, but uh, it's it's worth it. We cook with it. We drink it every day. I mean, we get it by five uh, gallons at a time. We we get about two or three gallons at a time. And uh, it's kind of expensive, but that water is is very light. It's refreshing. Uh, It hydrates the body a lot faster than other waters. And... uh, It's this this, the regular water that we drink is hard, it's heavy, it doesn't penetrate the uh the cells, so the cells don't get hydrated the way they should, and oftentimes they just die out and don't recreate themselves. That's another reason why the uh, lymphatic system weakens because cells are supposed to replenish themselves, and if you're not feeding it the right fuel, you know, they won't like I said, they won't regrow to keep you living, so. You have to do your research. There's a lot of information out there, and uh, you got to really read and, and 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 be smart. So when you start uh, knowing better, you do better. So
1: yes, yes,
6: my little spin. So I hand it off to the wife. Any, any other questions?
2: From Miss Rosetta. Uh, I think you covered it all, sir. I will say this. I will say this before Rosetta come on, Kevin. I think y'all did a very good job. Y'all was a little bit problem over some people's head, but we got it recorded. You can always rewind, rewind, folks. Remember, this is a recorded show. So y'all didn't get all that, uh, Rosetta said. I know y'all I know you didn't get all that, that, that uh, Caress said, because she threw a lot out there, too. And then Calvin threw a lot out there. So rewind that and and uh, take notes, write names down, et cetera, et cetera. But I want you to say this to Rosetta and Calvin. The phone line is full. Just so y'all know, they have really come out to hear you guys. I'm very serious. we talking about 210 area code 909 573 and already said we got a private line, 805, and let's go on and on and on, uh, 678-682. So they are on the phone line listening to you guys. The family is hearing you. All sides of the family is chiming in, not to mention those that's going to come afterward. Remember, folks, about a blog, most of our listeners are not listening now. The blog is recorded. I've sent out like 89 emails. I've sent out like uh, 75 texts. It's after the show when they'll listen. That's when we get the most of our people. That's when we will rise well over 100. So I just want you to know, Rosetta, your testimony will be heard by the family. And we so thank you all for coming on and sharing. Rosetta, go ahead with your last words, comments um, to the family, please.
7: Um, Yes, I just want to say, first of all, thanks for uh, having us on tonight, and um, I really appreciate the opportunity to share my experience with the family, and just want to make sure that everyone, you know, just stay on top of their checkups, and um, if you have any questions, you know, feel free to reach us, or any comments toward me being support for anyone that may be going through what I'm going through, um, feel free to... Reach out to us And that's pretty much All I have to say for tonight And again thank you And thank you for all the prayers
2: Well you're welcome You're welcome And uh, again I'm, I'm sure the family is, is saying uh, Thank you, thank you, thank you So Rosetta and Kevin I don't know if, y'all gonna, if you have time To just hang on the line And just continue to listen to the show But you got a lot Coming your way. I know, Rosella, you're early bird. If you have to go, we understand that too. But again, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all. And we'll go ahead and mute your line for now. Remember, if you want to come back on with a question or comment of future things you're going to hear tonight, you can just press one. So uh, let me look at y'all's line real quick. Y'all need to, yeah, once you go off the air, just press one and your hand will go down because everybody has comment on the show tonight. Remember you gotta press one again or your hand is up. So some of y'all hand is still up and I don't know if you have a question or not later. So if you came on and you made a comment, press one for the second time. All right? Um, thank y'all again. Okay? Calvin, Rosetta?
6: Yes sir, yes sir. Thanks again. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, Seth, we're gonna right. we're gonna we're gonna push a bring our hand down, okay? But I'm going yes. to continue to
2: listen. You, okay. All right. Well, you got a lot coming your way. And like I said, if you press one, once I put you on mute here, your hand will go down. If you want to come on later, I'll know you have a first question. Otherwise, those hands are still up. I'm going to ignore them because I think they don't have a question they were just on earlier. So that's the, the beauty of pressing one twice. Again, when you comment pressing one. So thank you all. God bless.
6: Okay. Same to you.
2: Well, that was Calvin and Rosetta. Um, it was a wonderful interview. Well, folks, let's, since it's ten o'clock, uh, ten ten, and uh, we want to, uh, we don't want the show to go on too long. Let's go ahead and jump right into uh, history, history. Uh, uh, so, Mr. Donald Jr., we're going to come at you in a little bit, and folks, again, uh, we're talking about who we are. We're talking about who we are, and uh, DMX in this little song that says, They don't know who we be. Well, I guess the question is, do we even know who we be? <laughs> so tonight, we're going to look at the history, black history, African-American history, and Donald Genius are going to go first. Um, I'm going to go ahead and open up his line. Don, your line is open. You can go ahead and uh, with your presentation. uh, Folks, we're just trying to uh, stay in line with February, uh, uh, those of us that observe Black History Month in February, and just kind of lift the family with some information about our people, be it from our family lineage, the Douglas County line, or just so-called African Americans in general. But, Don, go ahead with what you have for the family tonight.
5: Good afternoon, family that yet Dead Remains. Uh, we have had such a wonderful uh, evening already. But I just have a few reflections on black history that I put together that I'd like to share with those that are here. And it says that black history covers a broad spectrum of events. First and foremost, all black Americans are the descendants from the seed of Adam, the first man who was formed from the dust of the earth. And for those of us who embrace a religious mindset or testament, the first man, Adam, was a creation of God from dirt. And as we all know, dirt is usually black, dark brown, sometimes (laughs) red, as in red clay or white sand. In any event, (laughs) black people are from his Adam's bloodline. Since the word says we are That's descendants right. of Adam, Noah, Abraham, and so it is we are a blessed people. The yes, word says,
2: yes, yes,
5: the word says we are the descendants of Abraham, Adam, and from Noah, being joint heirs of the yes. of the Abrahamic covenant. This is in itself another topic. Of considerable knowledge We need to do our biblical history It is true that black people Have evolved all the way Through the bloodline of Christ The seed of David And we are descendants From the old Hebrew nations Whether we were scattered Into the continent of Africa Or just settled into other areas of Egypt We have always had a presence In the world For God made people of color Yes, he did. African American history starts in the 16th century with Africans forcibly taken as slaves to Spanish America. And in the 17th century, with African slaves taken to English colonies in North America after the founding of the United States, black people continued to be enslaved, with four million denied freedom or in bondage prior to the Civil War. Believed to be inferior to white people. They were treated as second-class citizens. The Naturalization Act of 1790 limited U.S. citizenship to whites only, and only white men of property could vote. These circumstances were changed by Reconstruction, Development of the Black Community participation in the great military conflicts of the United States, the elimination of racial segregation, and the civil rights movements which sought political and social freedom. In 2008, Barack Obama became the first African American to be elected president of the United States. Some people say that never happened, but we know that God is in control. Black history is a small token of recognition given to African Americans for well, the wonderful contribution made by our people to this great country. Christmas Attucks, 1723, was the first casualty of the Boston Massacre in Boston, Massachusetts, and is widely considered to be the first American casualty in the American Revolutionary War. Aside from the event of his death, along with Samuel Gray and James Caldwell, little is known for certain about Attucks. He may have been an African American slave or freeman. Merchant seamen are a dock worker of Winnipeg and African descent. His father was an African-born slave and his mother a Native American. Christopher Sattuck, we got to remember, was the first casualty of the Boston Massacre in Boston, Massachusetts, and is widely considered, as we know, as I repeat, as I repeat, is rising on the first casualty of the American Revolutionary War. And I'm about finished. But during the times of the Civil War Most of our great-great-great-grandparents May have been At the tail end of that period We have had heroes of our culture Like Harriet Tubman Founder of the Underground Railroad She is known for her strength And courageous trips to the south Doing The uh, horrors of the peculiar institution Better known as slavery Frederick Douglass Born Frederick Augustus Washington Bailey, was an African American social reformer, abolitionist, orator, writer, and statesman. Yes, he was. What you listening to? This. Davis wrote several autobiographies. He described his experience as a as a slave. Davis wrote several autobiographies. He described his experience as a slave in his eighteen. 45 autobiography, Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass. And I'm going to look fast, I'm going to repeat that it was the Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass, an American slave, which became a bestseller and was influenced and influential in promoting the cause of abolition, as was his second book, My Bondage, My Freedom. After the Civil War, Douglass remained an active campaigner against slavery and wrote his last autobiography Life and Times of Frederick Douglass even as we recognize African American history black history we are descendants from a European culture the European culture has greatly influenced those African Americans born during and after the 17th century in our modern society we can never really cover all the great accomplishments of people of color we have had wonderful people in the entertainment industry from Bessie Smith Lena Horne down in Washington, to people like Shaka Khan, Patti LaBelle, Whitney Houston, from the Platters, the Coasters, to the Commodores, the Great Temptations, jazz innovators like Herbie Hancock, George Duke, and the infamous Q, better known as Quincy Jones, who influenced many great artists, including the King of Pop, our world beloved Michael Jackson. We can't forget Duke Ellington. He was also a great. Jazz yeah, innovator. We have even touched the lives of men by gospel artists like Mahalia Jackson, Thomas Dorsey, the Fire Blind Boys, and James Cleveland, Charity Caesar. These are countless others that I can't even name that have made wonderful contributions. And this generation, we got Hezekiah Walker, Carrie Franklin, Donna Kirkland, and Tamela Mann, homegrown people. These are great singers and choirs that don't even get recognition for their contributions for our society and culture. We have of education all over America in the black culture. who have taught tirelessly the generations of young Americans, both black and white, as well as other nationalities who never get credit for their hard work and talent. My best teacher was my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. White, who is yet alive today in her 80s. By 2012, African Americans have advanced greatly in education attainment. They still lagged overall compared to white or Asian Americans, but surpassed many ethnic minorities, with 19% earning bachelor's degrees, 6% earning advanced degrees between 1995 and 2009. Freshman college enrollment for African Americans increased by 73%, and only 15% for whites. Predominantly black schools for kindergarten through 12th grade students were common throughout the U.S. before 1970s. By 1972, however, desegregation efforts meant that only 25% of black students were in schools with more than 90% non-white students. However, however, since then, a trend towards resegregation affected communities across the country. By two, 2011, 2.9 million African American students were in such overwhelming minority schools, including 53% of black students. In school districts that were formerly under desegregation orders. Historically, black colleges and universities, called HBCUs, which were originally set up when segregated colleges did not admit African Americans continue to thrive and educate students of all races today. The majority of HBCUs were established in the southern United States. Alabama has the most HBCUs of any state. Today, historical black colleges still educate the majority of our young black students and enabling them to become successful students in this society. We have great educators in, in our midst. We are a strong force that exists in America. We got teachers, preachers, poets, playwrights, and the unforeseen forces in the armed forces. We got T.E. Jakes and other great pastors that contri- continues to fight the good fight of faith freedom, and liberation of the mind, and the continued pursuit of self-empowerment, nonviolent change, including family growth and development. Our currently deceased Maya Angelou, Ms. Nico Gervais, and all the unpublished authors that are in the making, we got the ever-popular Tyler Perry, whose story lets us know that success is attainable from nothing to something. We have great scientists, doctors, lawyers, wonderful athletes that I dare not mention, but there are many which receive no recognition, but have a great level of talent that is noticed and appreciated by many of all cultures. cultures. But what we can acknowledge and respect is that God has given us an intellectual leader that has led our country with integrity and wisdom in the presence of our President Barack Obama.
12: He is the light of
5: our current black history. He is a warrior on the front line for the liberation of our people. That's as much as I can say, as much as I would like to continue to say. But at least I limit someone or miss giving recognition for those who have made great, great contributions to our society. i just like to say this is just a stepping stone on many, many great people who have done things that I dare not even think about doing because they continue to be here, they will always be here. So I'm going to close my statement saying God bless the people of color and those that accept us as we are. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Donald Jr. Donald Shaw. Donald Jr. Shaw. I think he just told the whole thing. Who going to go behind you after that? I don't
4: God. know, but I think he deserves a round of applause for that. That's yeah, you know what I'm Yeah, you know what? intonation and charismatic. It, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's why I, I was telling you to get into the show. That's that charisma coming out. That's that that <laughs> savvy, wild 1970s cool cat right there. That's what I'm talking about. I thought you over here, you
2: correct. couldn't let's even hear them, me. <laughs> let's give Let's give him an applause for that. Let's just do that. Let's do that.
10: Take a bath
5: I don't know about the like you included. I think all of us got something to do with side.
2: No, that really, that really, really was good. I probably going to say one-thirtieth of that. <laughs> but it's good you did that because we all can kind of relax. Now we don't have to prove nothing. We can just kind of... Time off of what you just said, because ain't nobody I'm sure going to go nowhere near the length of that. But, Don, that was wonderful. I I, I knew you was going to bring something to the table. That was really good, and I think you covered it all. And I love how you started in the garden. And I will go next and just simply say, again, I'm not going to go a 30th of what he did, but I'll say this. I tell people all the time, I'm going to tell y'all something right quick, and this is going to be a lie. I'm going to talk about black history, but I'm going to put a lie out there. I'm telling y'all right now, it's a lie, but this is going to pretty much sum some, up uh, some what Don just did. This is a lie, okay? I'm telling you right now, I'm telling y'all, it's a lie. What I'm about to say is a lie. It's a lie. So don't believe it. But watch this. Black people created everything. African Americans did it all. We created every single thing on the planet. There is nothing white people did. Okay, Nothing, we did it all That's a lie But I'm going to tell you something family That lie Is closer to the truth Than what most of y'all believe Than what most of us believe That lie is closer to what really actually happened Than what they teach us in history White people are I'm going to come at the history a little different Okay. Again, much love for all people. White people are only 9% of the world's population. 90% of the world's population is not white. And this is the largest it's ever been. We live in a country that's whitewashed everything, and they have us thinking that everything started with Europe. Did y'all know that Europe wasn't even birthed, wasn't even born? There was no... No people in Europe, and there was thousands of years of life in Africa, universities, science, paper, math, before our people, because they were our people, migrated up north and spent times in the hills of Europe, albinos, producing what we call today white people. So if we can remember that little parable I just said, that everything was created by us, that's a lie, but that's closer to the truth. Than what we are told In history folks it all comes from Africa everything I love how Don did it and we got a little Noise in the background watch the noise Watch the noise but uh, I love how he started the garden I love how he talked about the clay uh, Everything I like to use black history I try to prove it I tell my son And daughter you know uh, Kenny and Josiah and Lydia I tell them I've taught them all their life Don't Look at black history like looking at history and picking out blacks here and there. All of history started with us, and I talk about the, this is what I teach my kids that God made man from the dust of the earth, and all dust is brown. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean the the richest dirt is brown. The richest dirt, the the the, dark, the, the darker the dirt, the more the more um, how do how farmers say it? Humus, humus is what I'm trying to say. The darker Soil is called humus, where we get the word human. And I believe that's what God made this man out of, but I can prove it. Watch this, family. This is black history we're talking about now. Because if I can show you this, you can see black history throughout uh, the entire planet. If you can just see this one thing, you don't need, I tell my kids, you don't have to go looking for an invention here, an invention there. That's an insult to 40 million people. It, well we created this We created a stoplight And we created this Well yeah we need somebody to say that But really and truly Look at the really big picture God made man from the dust of the earth And he told Adam "Dust thou art And dust shall you return So we don't know how he looked When he said "Dust thou art We don't know how Adam looked But then he gave us a clue He's saying "Dust shall thou return Well we know that every single person on the planet return back to brown dirt. Everybody, white people have to be buried quickly because they start turning brown be- before quickly. All I'm saying is the father gave us a clue: Thus thou art, thus shall thou return. Everybody turn back to this brown soil. Everybody. So I teach my kids things like that. I teach them what white. Is. I love white people Love them Have no hatred in my heart Have no unforgiveness, have no bitterness, none of that But I tell them And I tell my kids and I tell anybody That brings up this conversation White skin is A recessive trait From dark skin White skin And this is black history and Then I'm going to pass the baton on to uh, Caress or Darlene or Louise If you can understand what I'm saying here, you can see thousands of inventions. You can see thousands of contributions without having to go with a magnifying glass in February and trying to find them up under stones. If you can understand the concept of saying this is my presentation to black history. Let's think about this, family. White skin is a recessive mutation from dark skin. Everybody's white. We all are white. Fall and and scrape up your arm on the ground And what color does it turn It's that same color of white skin We have something called melanin That God gave us And that melanin is important It's powerful It has energy in it The sun does all kinds of things We shouldn't say Oh the sun is going to You know the sun is our enemy We need No The sun and melanin work together And it does wonders The greatest authority on, on our planet On this is a woman by the name of Dr. Jewel Pukram, J-E-W-E-L-L I'm wrapping this up in about two minutes Dr. Jewel Pukram talks about melanin It's other people talk about it in Whites and blacks But melanin is powerful Once we see the, the properties in melanin We'll understand why they hate us The powers that be Because it's almost unfair That we have it And a lot of our white brothers and sisters don't Again, this is black history So I tell my children, I teach my children, I submit to to you, family, that white skin is a recessive mutation from black. It can never be superior to black. Everything comes from black, everything. There's nothing white people can think of or do that don't have its roots like my cousin just submitted in Africa. So from the Bible to the Israelites to the Pyramids, it all started with people of color. We don't have a great history. We are history. We can do great things on the planet. We are the planet. There ain't no us and them. They come out of us. We are them. They are us. One last thing, and I'm passing the mic. One last thing. Tomorrow, when you're thinking about this show, and you're thinking about all of the wonderful things you heard, I want you to do your cousin a favor. You're driving down the road. Look at your world, look at nature, and see how much you see the color brown and green. How much do you see that look like you? I can throw that dirt on your face, family, and they, you can even see it. Then I want you to think about white brothers and sisters and try to find something that look like them. You will drive from now to the rest of your life looking for Anything on this planet that's the color of white skin. There is nothing the color of white skin on the planet because it is a recessive mutation from dark-skinned people. If you understand that, you don't have to go, like I said, with a magnifying glass in February looking for inventions. Okay, who want to go next? Uh, Caress, Darlene,
10: or Miss Louise? Don't all jump at the same time, y'all. Well, I, I as you said, I don't want to touch uh cousin <laughs> Black History uh moment. It's fantastic. <laughs> I just had a few thoughts that I wanted to throw in there, but you covered so You much just go
2: right ahead. You just go right ahead, Miss Louise.
10: Oh, did you want those? Oh, okay. Yes, yes, <laughs> well, yes. Okay. Uh, well, one of the things I did locate uh, when I was searching online is that these, uh, there was a fifteen year old, fifteen year old schoolgirl that was the first person before Rosa Parks to refuse to move to the back of the bus and was thrown in jail during that Montgomery bus boycott uh, in Alabama. So that was, uh, is something that I showed to my grandchildren just to show that you know you're not too young to, to make a difference. Right, like, so you're right. You know, I, you them know what,
2: Louis, Louise, I heard about that. Did you post it on Facebook? Not cutting you off here, but that's worth cutting you off because that's important. That she was okay, pregnant, off right? She was pregnant, and that's why they didn't wasn't she pregnant? And the 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 movement didn't want to recognize her because she was a. Pregnant single woman
10: and because, Well they didn't want to recognize her because, Yeah because she was They didn't mention her being pregnant But they did mention because she was a young girl uh was her and four of the women That did this before Rosa Parks uh, Made her stand But uh, that Rosa had a better Reputation Notoriety uh, Working for the NAACP And they thought they would wow. get better support By using her so these, uh, these people were never named, but her name was Claudette Colvin, uh, the young girl that was 15. And she had studied about black history in her school, a segregated school, and she just felt like she had to make a move to do something about um, the oppression that black people were suffering at the time. Wow. Yeah. And this That's good. She was That's arrested. a good one. Mm-hmm. It did say there were four of the women, uh, as I said, didn't mention if either one was pregnant, but they had a significant uh, impact on that Montgomery uh, bus boycott before it began as well. Yeah. And one other thing I did find was that one in four cowboys were black during the time, and it's believed that the Lone Ranger, the real Lone Ranger, was an African-American man named Bass Reed. I believe that. hmm He was one, of one in four. In, Say that again.
2: Say that again. One in one. four cowboys
10: were black. hmm Wow. This wow. in the books and what we see in movies, and he actually said that that term cowboy was originated as a derogatory term used to describe black cowhands. But as we know, the cowboys used for a lot of other, to signify, to signify other things now. But it was originally given in a derogatory form, you know, term to back when it started. But this black man, Bass Reeves, he traveled, uh, he became a deputy U.S. marshal. He was a master of disguise. He was an expert expert marksman. And he had a Native American companion and he rode a silver horse. So he was believed to be the original Lone Ranger. The story was taken from his life.
2: I can believe it. Mm-hmm. Did y'all ever hear of that, Darlene? Don? Correct? you ever heard of that?
5: No, but it's, it's really interesting to me.
4: <laughs> yeah. I've heard
10: of it. Yeah.
4: And I, one I, more I, thing.
5: I, I,
10: Go ahead. Okay. No, I was, I was just had another thing. I'm sorry. Um, go ahead. You were speaking about the Lone Ranger, the, the black cinema. No, go ahead. You're doing fine. Oh, okay. Uh, it was believed that a black lady named Esther Jones was the real Betty Boop. Uh, so she was an iconic cartoon character. Yeah, uh, that was that that Betty Boop was inspired by a black jazz singer in Harlem, and her name was Esther Jones. And Wow. The tra- her, her trademark was uh, her vocals using the, the boop and the cat sounds, and that was in the 1920s. And after they were seeing her, of course, someone adopted and took her her boots and her the cat calls and things she was saying, and they transformed it in the picture to be a white person. But she performed in well, the Cotton Club in the 1920s, and they, her name was Baby Esther. called the Baby Esther. <laughs>
2: you, you know what, uh, Louise? I don't know why people have a hard time believing that. We're just simply repeating everything we're just simply repeating everything. I guarantee you about 50 years from now, they're going to say your wife's created rap music. It's just been a repetition, you know. Uh, I, I sometimes get baffled by, you know, uh, just to give credence to what you're saying because it does sound hard to believe. But right. we, sh- we, is- we we got to look at the, the, this, this, this universal cycle that says nothing is new under the sun and everything repeats. But well, go ahead. That's really yeah. good.
10: hmm And I also found that uh, the first licensed African-American female pilot was in Bessie Coleman. She was born in Atlanta, Texas, and she grew up in a world of poverty and discrimination and segregation, of course. She moved to Chicago at 23 to seek a fortune and found little opportunity until she found out about... uh, A way to explore aviation. So she set her sights on France and she went there to search for a dream. She learned and studied, began to study French. And she crossed the ocean with all of her savings. And that she had financial support of someone named Robert Abbott. He was the first African American millionaire. So you're doing a good job
2: there, Miss Louise. You're doing a good job okay. there.
10: Thank you, thank you. I'm I i I'm always fascinated by these type of things. As I said, I, I try to teach my grandchildren so they can always know that there's no heights that they can't reach. You know, I show them what people did when they weren't even allowed to do these things, and they had to fight so many more odds than they have to fight today, you know. But it says she performed numerous air shows, and she continued... For five years until she died in a crash in one of her in a plane accident in 1926. Wow. So, a few facts and things that I found that I thought we, was interesting.
2: Yeah, I get tickled at this whole Black History February thing. You know, it's like, well, there goes the black people. Let's go ahead and give them a month, you know, because there's somebody and let them talk about their history. When in reality. <laughs> it should be the opposite the way around We are mm-hmm. history You know yeah. Europe is a Johnny come lately Europe is Johnny come lately I think it was John Henry Clark that said There was something like 12 dynasties Before people even started Before Europe even wrote their first book 12 dynasties In Africa You know we so full of hatred for that continent But one day that's going to change to Okay Darlene Who want to go but that was a very uh, good job, Miss Louise. Very good job.
3: Okay, thank you. you. Yeah, I enjoyed that.
2: Okay, my history is from my hold on, hold on, hold on Let's do this. Let's do let's do this right because she actually deserved a round of applause. I'm serious. That was good.
6: That was good. So mm-hmm.
2: let's let's give credit where credit is due, y'all. Uh this is for Miss Louise. Good job, good job. I do mean that was a good job. Thank you very much for that. Okay, Miss Darling, go right ahead. I just have to do that.
3: (laughs) Okay. My history is coming from Marlon County, which is Carolyn Rockdale and Milano. Okay, and maybe a little partial, I don't know. But anyway, the first people to move, the first black family to move into Marlon County. With the last name of Douglas,
1: Uh-oh. was my
3: grandparents was my grandparents Ennis Buddy Douglas and Inez Cliff Douglas. They were the first black family in Marlum County in the early nineteen forties. Are you saying? Wow!
10: And, Wonderful. Uh,
3: yes, yes, and they had three sons: Uncle Baba, which is Norman Earl, Uncle Billy Joe, and Uncle Carl Wayne. They were all in the military. Okay. Uncle Bubba was the first one in the family to join the military. Okay. Now, this year, 60 years ago, my Uncle Billy Joe played a big part in the 1956 state championship at the black school in Rockdale. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame about three years ago.
2: Okay. Oh, really?
3: Yes. And he also played a big part in the um, basketball game, too, basketball team. Okay. 52 years ago, my Aunt Emma Joy Douglas Johnson was named salutatorian of the class of 1964 in Rockdale. Oh really? Yes.
2: Uh, I like that you coming from the family. That's that I like. Hold on a second, darling. I gotta slow down because you. This is really important. Darlene has <laughs> chosen to take her history from the Douglas Kennedy line. Uh, that's nice. That's wonderful that you use the family. That's good. I didn't see that coming. Good. Good for you. Go ahead.
3: Okay fifty nine years ago my aunt ale douglas Pierce was crowned miss acock in nineteen fifty seven
2: now what's acock
3: i'm sorry acock is the black school that was located in in Rockdale texas okay wow so, and Ms. Also acock, huh? the first the first people with the last name of Douglas to attend ACOC was Uncle Bubba, Norman Earl Douglas, and a Catherine Douglas Griffin. Okay. Sixty-five years ago, Barbara Catherine Douglas Griffin was the first black female to work for our core plant. It's an uh, aluminum plat that was located in Rockdale She was the first black female Wow,
2: wow, that's good
3: We're getting an education 20, here Yes. 26 years ago My nephew Michael Douglas Was the first black Eagle Scout Of Marlam County
8: You know, and okay. all of this
3: is kind of like a hard walk to follow, but five years ago, my niece Aubrey Douglas was crowned Miss Rockdale High School and she was like number seven in a class of about 150 people. She ranked number seven. And i to say all of this, the Douglas family had a lot going on in my
2: That is really good, darling. I mean, I almost feel convicted, like I should have been talking more about the family, but that's pretty good. So for you having went out and did all that research, and I, I really am going to listen to this show again just to hear that, and among other things, because that was good. So this applause. Is for you Alright This is for you Yes, yes That was good That was good That was good That was good yes. Alright, Miss Perez You're the youngest You're the youngest Of the co-hosts uh, and yeah. um, I want you to go ahead and share whatever you got, youngster.
4: All righty. Now, what, you know, what you, what you really hear among black people is that we should support black business. And throughout the years we have, we didn't know it. Like, when I was coming up, I don't know if y'all did this, but when I was coming up, everybody I knew had this toy. We didn't have to buy it. It was already there. I'm gonna let you hear it, okay? I don't know if you hear that. Can you hear it? Yes. Yeah, go ahead. Now, what is what is that sound? What is that sound? A doorstopper. Who didn't play with a doorstopper as a kid? Wow. Oh. <laughs> Black person invented <laughs> it <was> in <laughs> 1878. Okay. Hold, was on, Osborne hold on. Dorsey. Hold
3: on. Hold on. Hold
2: on. Correct. Hold on a second. Let me hear that again. <laughs> Okay, hold
4: on man. Get close.
2: get close. <laughs> Did you get that? Did you get that? Oh yeah, the little thing that, that 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 kinda go back and forth like a um I know exactly what you're talking about.
4: Yeah, Kansas, is, yeah, I yeah. know what you're
2: talking
4: about. Yeah. Black man invented that eighteen seventy eight. Okay. Number two. They should send down a certificate or some sort of reward because she kept us outside soaked. Super Soaker was invented by Lonnie Johnson. Black person. <laughs> <Yeah>. Go ahead. Let's see here. They have employed my Aunt Verna for years, a blood bank. Was invented by a black person, 1941, and then in 1945 he invented the plasma bag. His name was Wow, Charles Drew. Yeah, yeah
8: 1941,
4: 1945. The most important thing that most black people are gonna have, if not almost all, well, that's most any air conditioning. Okay, 1949. <laughs> We got to have it. We, we're not happy people. We're hungry and we're hot. We ain't going to be hot not in Texas. No, we can't stay hot. And uh, you ask the question, who we be, okay? Now, over years, they have called black people everything. Moors. Uh, of course, you know, the N-word. I'm getting around to that, but I'm going to just be polite to warm me up with it, okay? And uh, mulatto. You know, if you use mix, you use mulatto. Well...
13: The Moors
4: mm-hmm. started civilization in Africa. Okay. Yeah. brought civilization to Spain. We brought okay. civilization to Europe. We ruled Russia sure for 500 did. years. And we ruled
8: now, Spain on, for 800.
2: On, hold on, hold on, hold on, Caress, Now you saying some strong stuff. Gotta go slow on that. I said, we're getting mm-hmm. about ruling, uh, brought civilization to Europe. Go a little slow. Yeah, we brought civilization to Europe. The Moors We brought that's civilization
4: right. to Spain Yeah, the Moors Those, those black folks mm-hmm. That's what they called it. I ain't heard lately mm-hmm. And I, I'm happy I don't Because I don't know how to take that But uh, We brought we brought civilization to Spain And we ruled it for 800 years And we brought Civilization to Russia And ruled it for 500 years
2: That's
8: so who true who are
4: we? we are conquered.
2: And you know, uh, uh,
4: uh, go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. No, I'm ain't still what you're gonna say. I'll hold it.
4: Barack Obama was not our first black president, and I guarantee you, If his name wasn't Barack Hussein Obama. In a hundred years, they try to say he was white too. We had Andrew Jackson. (laughs) He was mixed. His daddy was black, and his mother was Irish.
6: We yes. had Abraham
4: Lincoln. His mother was from an Ethiopian tribe. We had Warren Hardy. Mm-hmm. He never denied being black. He the only one who never tried to hide the fact that he was black. He, he was what he was. The white Eisenhower. The white Eisenhower you. was mixed. His mother was mixed. So he was a little fair of the skin he's in her. They called him out too. Calvin Coolidge, his mother was also mixed, but he tried to say she was Indian. That's where we get it from. And uh, Leray, they found out she wasn't Indian. Her last name was Moore. Now, how would you like to have that for your last name? Moore. They labeled her. <laughs> and Thomas Jefferson, they said he was a mulatto as well. Didn't go into details, but they said he was a mulatto. So, they took our history from us. Because we are concrete, and they don't want us to realize our strength. which is why they take everything else for, from us. From our style, our, our hips, our lips, our clothes, our attitude, our way of life. This is why you see kids want to be on the projects or whatever. We when, when was in the projects. I wasn't in the projects. Y'all was in the projects. Y'all said, y'all just about getting now. Everything we, we have. They take from us and they put somebody else in. The last one, and this is my favorite point. I'll tell everybody about this. The word and I hope don't nobody get offended. This is black history and this is us. The word nigger came from Egypt. No vowels, none of that. It was this syllable. N G R is how it was spelled. But it was actually pronounced N-G-R. Now and your, like I said, comes from Egypt. That's where it's formulated from. Before Spaniards daddy bow. Do you know what this word means? Any guesses? Any guesses? Go for it. Okay. All right. In the Bible, says, And I never
2: understood it. I don't know how. Huh? I, I don't know how I let this happen. I don't know how I let this happen. But you know, it's about five minutes to eleven, folks. And I we just been and it's all been good. It's all been good, but I want you to just kind of wrap that up because I did not realize
1: it I was got late. You. I'm going to
4: make it in there. I got you. You ready? Okay, go ahead. In the Bible, it says quite a few times, if my people who are called by my name will turn to me, I will heal your land, and I will be your God. Okay, I never understood yeah. what that meant. I never understood what that meant. Well, M-G-R, anger, meant God. And they call us niggas because they made fun of us. Now, if you are, you know, in the Bible, read the Bible, know a little bit about the Bible. Moses set the children of Israel free, right? Where were they held captive? Right. In Egypt. Did they not pray day and night to be freed? So they, they took that. Okay. And wherever we were taken, we continued to pray and cry out to God because we knew who he was. We prayed so much that we were communicating with each other. And so they started calling us. Nigger, maybe they seen it written in GR or They just made fun of us And just butchered up our word But they call us niggers Which originally came from Egypt The Hebrews which are Israelites which are hell captive All come from Egypt And if my people were called by my name And they call us nigger which means God if, you, if we don't know who we are I don't know what to tell you
2: That's good. Caress, that was really good. Especially that last thing you pointed out about the word nigger. Um, (laughs) That's pretty good. Well, folks, let me give her a a, a show, for show, for show. That was just, that was pretty good, Caress. Didn't think you had that in you. Here we go. This is for you.
4: Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. I felt like Randy Watkins. I'm just Mike and walk up.
2: <laughs> no, no. Honestly, honestly, that was really good, correct?